listening to the UK and the world's favorite wrestling podcast, RTM Wrestling with your hosts, Andy and Emma. It started. It started. It all started. WrestleMania week. Oh shit, yeah, I what you're it about. Started. What are you talking about? Yeah, it has, it has. It's kicked Christ. off. Kicked off. Kicked off in style. Yeah. Well. Kicked off in style, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know if it kicked off in style. It's there's been some good bits, but Oh yeah, there's a couple of bad bits. <laughs> which we can we can uh, we can get to as well. Um so hello everyone. Welcome to the episode. Which is numbered one four seven. Yeah, we don't know the title yet. The title, the title's going to come. It's going to come. Divine intervention. It may come from the Hall of Fame chat. Because maybe, Christ, yeah, maybe. I haven't seen the Hall of Fame. Well, we, Nor will you. I, I just want to start. I just want to start the podcast by saying we're on a new table tonight, guys. So if the ambiance is slightly differently, different, it's because we're at a fan, fantastic new. Really long table, so we we were at a two seater little square table, and we had to. That's why my laptop would be halfway across the pissing room because it couldn't fit on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't. It idea. does feel weird having space, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels really, really strange. And sat in a chair, which feels like I can sit in it for more than twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, because we had it. like these high back sort of like just dining chairs that had no cushion in or anything. That was giving poor Andy spina bifida. <laughs> You don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I'm sure I knew somebody who had that. I don't even know what it is. I think they just walked with a bit of a limp. Is it? Is it to do with your spine? I'm assuming so. It's mm. coming from, from medical insurance, yes. and I don't know what spine a bit for you is. Maybe it's not a real thing. Maybe it's something that was in like The Simpsons or something. I don't know. No, it is anyway. a real thing. But uh, but yeah, is so it? we've got the new table, um, new setup. So if, we, if you hear some like str- odd sort of different... <laughs> Crashing and banging type noises. Other than the normal crashing. Yeah, the usual shit, the cacophony of crap, like the vaping, the whatever. There might be some new ones because we're yet to get used to this table. We don't have, we don't get new stuff very often, do we? No, it's been up for about twenty minutes. (laughs) We've had some uh, some dominoes on it. Oh god, I feel sick now. Broke it in. Yeah, I feel I feel sick as well. Shouldn't have. Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have finished yours off, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, this is making me feel sick. It's a great one though. Meteor, gas, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just gonna let gas. I, I have um I Don't have to raise your hand. Sorry, I'm raising my hand. Because <laughs> I interrupted you and then I, I, I was like, I'll pretend I didn't, I'll raise my hand. You're the only person who can interrupt me. Okay. Tony Khan. Definitely fucking can't. Well, my pizza from Domino's, <laughs> if anybody wants to know, nobody does. But I have a customised make-your-own, and I go for double cheese, olives, and mushrooms. Nice. I used to go for jalapenos, but then because we have the Frank's red hot sauce, don't I don't need any extra heat on my you pizza. Don't, you don't need that. No, it's no, 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 no. So, hello everyone. Hope you're all well, hope you're all safe. Hope you're all enjoying the start to this glorious nine days of wrestling madness um so what we've been watching so from last sunday did we do a show last sunday yeah we've definitely done a show have i already talked about osprey winning the title then on new japan 
That's a really good question. Because I don't feel like I have. Because the first, no, because the, the first, because obviously we did. We did. A new we show. did your show on Saturday because uh, you were we saying all Sunday it feels weird it not, feels doing weird not doing a show, and then on Monday because it's bank holiday, you said it's yeah. really weird because we're not doing a show. So I have three news topics already, and then we decided to ditch that because there's going to be so many like review type stuff. Mm. Um, so one of which was um, a bit about the new Japan card, but the main part from that, uh, the Sakura Genesis one was Will Ospreay winning. The IWGP heavyweight title, which was shocking as fuck, but amazing. Um, and also, the second news story I had was about Cameo. Oh, yeah. And about WWE uh, and Peter Alexa Bliss charging $400 for a Cameo, but it's selling out like that. But like uh, all the other geeks, all the other losers, like Drew McIntyre, only $200 for a Drew McIntyre one. What a bargain. What a bargain. bargain. So this is the thing I can't get my head around because people were buying like meet and greets with the wrestlers for like $150. And obviously there's only a finite amount of those that they can sell. So Cameo is a recorded message, right? I'm getting that right. No one's speaking live to these wrestlers or are they? I don't know. Because I would expect to speak to them for $400. I expect not to just get like a 10 second clip of Alexa Bliss going, Hi. RTM. Hi, RTM Wrestling. It's Alexa Bliss here. Keep on. How many being podcasts, right? How many podcasts do you think have bought like an intro? Oh, loads. Off cameo. Loads. There'll be a lot of like Kurt <clears throat> Angle. Weren't oh, he flogging Kurt, his wares for Kurt, a fair oh, bit? Kurt, that thirsty bitch. He really was. Oh, he? Kurt Angle. If anybody <laughs> remembers that, and I nearly did it as well the first time I saw it, I was like, oh shit. It's like $10. Yeah, it was wild. And he'll just do a, a shout out on his Twitter to your podcast. It's like, oh yeah, of course. And then I looked at his feed. Shit and show. it was like in the space of 30 minutes obviously somebody was doing it like via a bot you know in the space of 30 minutes he'd done like 50 <coughs> tweets about like loads of different <coughs> podcasts and stuff and I was Gross. just like Jesus Christ that's thirsty bitches right there mm-hmm. um, but yeah how many people do you think have bought on Cameo or something like that and Sorry. then just and then just use the audio of like hi this is uh, yeah I'm trying to think of somebody I'd, I'd give a fuck about. This is Finn Balor. <laughs> Listen to RTM rest. I think that'd be quite cool, actually. I mean, it would but be not cool. for not for a couple I, of hundred I dollars. Pay for it if somebody was happy to. Um, I want to say somebody. I mean, a wrestler. I don't just yeah, mean anybody. Just mean anybody. Like anyone random off the street. Because <laughs> we've got enough of them. That all do them all them like skateboarding lads outside. It's like yeah, lads. So you do us a shout out so we can. Hello. It's like fucking. We're the kids of Corbel Way. <laughs> And you're listening to RTM Wrestling. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. Oh, how we laugh, Andy. How we laugh. How, how we, we laugh. laugh. Oh, glory days. Pass us by. But, yeah. um, I've not even had a drink tonight. I'm no, giddy. no, nor should you. Nor should you. No, because no. we've got... We're high on life at this, at this point. But I completely sp- agree. And speaking of high on life, Monday was an interesting day. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was Tuesday, wasn't it? Oh, God, it's been fucked, Ch- fucked Tuesday, week, yeah. I have no idea what day it is on most of the time. Which is why it felt so weird last week, because I think it was Friday we did the podcast. Mm. And then, like, Saturday and Sunday went by, and I, was, and I felt lost. Oh, yeah, it was like, bizarre. Because Sunday, normally, it's a, it's a kind of... And I know this is, you know, not particularly interesting, <laughs> but Sunday is a barrel of anxiety. For 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 numerous numerous reasons, and you'll all know it. You've got your sun, your Sunday, Sunday blues because you're going back to work on Monday or or whatever. Not this week, but just normal weeks. Um, and Sunday was weird because I felt like I had work the next day, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Felt like I needed to do a podcast that day, but I didn't. Nope. So I was just like, 
lost. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. But Tuesday, Tuesday was an interesting day because we went shopping, got a bit of party food, got some sweets, got some chocolate raisins, and while we were, we were, we were in a pretty good mood, walking around the supermarket, walking buying around Iceland. Iceland food warehouse, baby. Yeah, buying some shit, just utter shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm an adult. I can buy this entire tub of Haribo. <laughs> I didn't, but I should have done. It's just something I regret now. I got two tubs of Ben and Jerry's. Oh, I just, mean... You just reminded me I've got all them fucking ice creams Yeah, well. you've got shitloads. You oh bought boxes God. and boxes oh, of yeah, them. yeah, it was amazing. So, and it wasn't with WrestleMania in mind. It's just in general. So we, we had this great idea, this amazing idea. <laughs> when we're walking around there and go, do you know what? Let's watch Monday Night Raw. Let's watch Monday Night Raw. It's Tuesday. We can just get it up dead easy. Yeah. You know, it'll be fun. It's the go-home show. I tell you what. They can go fuck themselves. (laughs) They can really go fuck themselves. They ruined your whole night, didn't they? You were fuming. I didn't even finish the show. And I was so angry. (laughs) So angry. I was like, I can't believe I've wasted an hour and 40 minutes because that's how much we watched. So we weren't that far off the end. We were probably about 40 minutes off the Mm. end. But I was like, I can't do it. And when they replayed the fucking Miz painting on that guy's car, you know, that 3.6, 3.2, 3 million... Two million. They said one million at one point. For fuck's sake. It's like their fucking audience. It's like their attendance figures. They can't tell you the right fucking story of how much it is. So he's just putting a bit of paint on the car. And I thought, oh, that's quite fun. You know, painting on this Bugatti or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. You know, he's drawing little bunny faces, which he, the guy probably likes because his thing is Bad Bunny and his logo is a bunny's face. So yeah. why not just draw a giant dick, Miz? That would have been miles better. They replayed this fucking thing. Oh my god, so so many times, <laughs> and, I, and you know you can guess what I'm putting in room 101 this week. But and I just thought to myself, right? So every show does replays. Mm-hmm. Every single show has replays in it, and they say, "Oh, this is what happened earlier on," and all this kind of shit. But it's like one replay. You know, like AW for example. You know, you get one one replay of Tyson coming out, mm-hmm. and then they move on because they've got so much shit to get through. Because there's like five million people that they have to show on each dynamite. But fucking hell, there must have been about twenty minutes of content, and that and I didn't even get to the main event. And apparently, Baron Corbin and McIntyre went for twenty minutes. They had a twenty minute match. Jesus. And it's just like, what Ridiculous. the fuck? What the <clears throat> fuck are you doing? Why are you showing me this daft bastard? painting on this car again for like the third time so we we actually saw it four times one live in inverted commas mm. and three times in replays I know I know it's yeah. like do you think I'm a fucking mong you lose viewers per hour you don't gain them so who are you replaying this shit to you're not gaining new viewers in the last hour you've lost about 300,000 because of how shit your show is it was wank. It was absolutely fucking shit. I can't... Do you know what? Never again. I'm not fucking watching Raw or Smackdown ever again. Like, from this point, until it gets better, they can fuck off. I'll watch yeah. pay-per-views, we'll talk about pay-per-views, but I've never been so mad. Like, fucking Matt Riddle, like, going up to Xavier Woods and, and Kofi, and he's like, yo, dude, oh, I've got to get rid of... 
It's like you, it was you know, so poor. That. It's just you're all fucking spazzes. Like, and they were like, "Is he? Is he? Does that mean are we?" It's like what? What does that even mean? Hi. Oh Jesus Christ! And it's that's where he's like, "Oh, I could, I could again. really have some milk and cookies." That's why he said that. He's essentially oh, okay. insinuating that we were getting high off of the fumes on Riddle because Riddle was so high. See, I didn't even get that. Maybe I do need four replays. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe maybe the target audience for the fourth replay of The Miz <laughs> and Morrison doing Bad Bunny's Car is for me. Maybe it is. Because I just don't, I can't Went get it. Went over your head, that one. I just, do you know what? I, I, no, I'm not even, even going to make that into a joke. No, I'm not at that level. I don't fucking need four replays. But I was so angry oh, about everything. Excuse me, that's unprofessional. Oh, you're getting a... You're getting a, you're getting a... It, it was, no, it was Bleacher Report uh, predicting WrestleMania 37. It'll be shit. There you go. Close there it. Go. No, I'm Close, joking. I'm joking, down. obviously. Um, but yeah, God. I mean, can you remember anything else that happened on it? Uh, literally nothing. Literally. I forgot. When you said before about being disappointed and and, and stuff, you know, when, we, when I said, oh, it kicked off with a bang or something like that, and you were like, no, it didn't. I was thinking, what's he talking about i'd forgotten we even tried to watch that yeah i completely forgot. You t- i think you tapped out after about five minutes yeah maybe I wasn't you, you weren't even watching and that's why was I, I on my phone and that's why i kind of turned it off and was like why are we even bothering you're not even watching it and it's just making me angry i know oh god it was shit and you've got line of duty reruns to catch up oh, on I'm, I'm up to season three best season. guys best, holy shit best season there i'll tell is. you what you're lucky there's a podcast going on right now. <laughs> the five of you. Um, and then, so then, for some reason, I decided to watch Hall of Fame live. Oh my God. And I missed Canes because I fell asleep. But it was a train, it was an absolute car crash. It was a car crash. Thun- Use of the Thunder Liger was awesome because obviously I'm massively into New Japan at the moment. So mm-hmm. that got popped a bit for that. He did like a two-minute thing, got the fuck out of there. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, cheers, guys, out, out of there. Shatner, you know, they showed like a sizzle reel clip of Shatner doing, um, which was actually quite funny. And, and I think he, I think we've talked about this before, but like years and years ago, of Shatner doing people's entrance music. But do you remember when he talks his songs? He was like, "Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now." <laughs> Wow, 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 wow! Like, and that's what he was doing. It was, it was so stupid. But I, I actually laughed at that because I was so starved of entertainment. Probably by that oh, point. Christ. But I'm not even going to talk about the Bellas because they can, they can do what they want, whatever. The worst part of the Hall of Fame, and we we talked about it, and nobody, right? I've seen so many tweets about the Hall of Fame and like the Thunderdome people, mm. and. We we're not like insiders. We're not industry no, insiders, not. you know, or any any of that shit. We just we just listen to some people who are industry insiders and read a few bits of rag sheet articles. So we knew for weeks that they were taping, like mm-hmm. people's reactions. They were they were recording people's reactions to the Thunderdome Thunderdome reactions to do uh, at the Hall of Fame. And I saw so many people going, oh, you know, these people in the Thunderdome for Hall of Fame, like, they're really lucky, and, like, oh, you know, they're finding it funny, and all all clapping, you know, they're all really respectful. It's like, yeah, do you know why they're really respectful? Because they're not really there. 
and it's fucking them controlling the own. There was this the, the worst part, right, of the entire fucking show, was for the whole fucking show, RVD, and he comes on, and, and I'm and I'm, I think they did it after everybody, but there's like a fake "you deserve it" chant, and I'm just like, when the crowd, it makes my skin crawl. When and I've been in crowds when I've been screaming it, so you know I can admit the error of my own ways. You have to ways. be there. You have to be the epitome yeah, of you had to be there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's like this fake "you deserve it" chant and RVD chants breaking out like random places during his speech. You might as well laugh because it's. It, it, I, do you know what? It was fucking shit. I'm not even laughing at that. Something just came into my head, and well, it's, let, let me finish this. Bit no, no, I'm go. not even. I can't even discuss it on Why? the podcast. Because it's about someone else's podcast. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Okay. Um, so, RVD's telling this story about how he was like in, in Georgia or something. Where is it? Uh, Battle Creek, Michigan he is. Isn't he? Yeah, so Michigan area. And he drove to um, Florida because that was like the hotbed of wrestling or something like that. He's telling this fucking story anyway. And... Literally, this is what it is verbatim in my head, right, of what happens. He goes, I was in my car, and I was driving, and it was a beat-up old car, and it had a stolen license plate, and they cut to the... the, the so he says, oh, I had a stolen license plate, or something like that. Like, like basically insinuating that he stole the car, mm-hmm. right? It cuts to the Thunderdome people, and then leg-slapping, they're fucking... Ah! 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 Like going mad, and they play and they play this like laughing noise, and RVD looks confused for like a second. He's like, "What? Okay." Uh, and then he carries on. Oh my god, how embarrassing! It was that. Do you know what? And and you said that the day after when I was telling you about it, and I didn't even think of that as a, as a word to describe it. But and I haven't seen Canes, and I did actually want to see Canes. But embarrassing, it was exactly the word. Every single part of it was embarrassing, apart from the ones who did their acceptances via video. Right, yeah. Because they were super classy. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Shatner, Osborne, using Thunder Liger, you know, just like, oh, thank you very much, bye. Yeah. You know, this is a great honour. Like it's an actual fucking award ceremony. Yeah. And not yeah. this odd ceremony where people come out and tell rambling 20-minute fucking stories. Yeah, and the, oh, I tell, no, I will talk about the Villas. Let's let's go there. There was they did this a fucking funny thing, right? Some dead funny thing, where they trying to they were trying to say they were smart or something like that, or Nikki was trying to say she was smart. I can't remember what it was. Oh, that's really going to annoy me. Trying to say she was smart. There, what, there was some, there was some bit where it's where it's. Where, I think they were fighting about who's the smarter twin or something like that. They do that on their podcast. Of course they do, because yeah. that's where I've heard it before. But then she, she, uh, Bree says, "Should we? Ask, do you want me to ask you a geography question, Nikki?" And she was like, "Oh, well, may, maybe I'm not smart then." And then they paused for a second, and Nikki went, "But all jokes aside, I was like, fuck you. That's not a fucking joke. They didn't cut to the Thunderdome people laughing. They're all, they cut to the Thunderdome people pre-recording, and those cunts were all nodding." <laughs> Oh god, it was just like and about them breaking the walls down for, for for which we'll get to later actually breaking walls down. Mm. Um, Axel, Jamo, and Chris Horrocks, Jesus Christ, you guys, you'd be the death of me. 
Um, I'll get to that. I don't later. know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, tw- just them, them <laughs> tweeting, the, the fucking fantasy booking. I can't. I, listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't get up for WrestleMania. I can't because I can't be let down. Because I, I just can't. I, I just want to watch it with no expectations, thinking it's going to be dog turd and hopefully going to be surprised. Because if I if I go, oh, you know, like the other the other week when we were like fucking Omega's going to come out and steal oh, the no, belt or whatever. No, no. Yeah, and we were just we do it every time. We, were we just big it up. About. We get big it up and it's a bag of shit. But isn't it funny how like our our version of like bigging it up this year was somebody from a different show comes in instead of like the Rock or Austin or anything. It's like oh Omega turns up and like. <laughs> Mr. Belt Collector is like, no, no, it's not it's not gonna happen, guys, please. Um Oh god yeah, Hall of Fame. It just is that so so that was like so my my Tuesday was just fuck WWE. Why am I bothering with this crap? But it turned around a little bit mm-hmm. over the last couple of days. So let's should we talk AEW first? Okay, yeah. Because we can get that out of the way and then we can get into stand and deliver. Sure. So I've just put main talking points from AEW, so I'm not going to break it down. There's no retro kind of review show this week, because so we're going to be reviewing fucking millions of different things. Um, so first point I've put is Inner Circle gets a new member, and we've got a Blood and Guts match. Yes. So I thought this was awesome. It was mm. so funny. Jericho now, Mr. Superface. Oh, you yeah. might as well have had you can't see me wristbands <laughs> on. And it what what was hilarious as well is like because we watched it on the fight app mm-hmm. is we get to see what they do during the breaks. Oh yeah. So Jericho comes out and he's like, "Oh, we've got a lot to say. We're the inner circle, and we're going to say it after the break." And <laughs> it, you know, it cuts for like a second, and then Sammy's doing his things with the boards. Yeah. And he just goes, "Can you guys even see this?" Like to the crowd, it's like, "No." It's like it's funny stuff. Just laugh along. Just laugh along. <laughs> and then suddenly it pops up. Um, but yeah, so then he does like a. Apparently, this promo was going to supposed to be longer, right? Uh, according to the Observer guys, um, but I thought it was great. He did mess up a joke, but that doesn't matter. Um, he went really red. Got he looked really, like he was going to have a heart attack, didn't he? Yeah, he went Ultimate Warrior esque. Yeah, towards he did. the end, he did. What joke did he fuck up? The Wardlow one. Did he? He said he he said he looks uh, something. I think he was supposed to say a guy who looks ten million dollars, but's got like a twenty cents brain. Oh, and he said he's got a twenty cents uh, a twenty cents body and a two million dollar brain or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but he doesn't mind. You know, he, did, he was going through him so quick. Oh, yeah, he um, was. But they said they're going to have a blood and guts match at Daly's place in like May. Crazy. It is. And there's going to be a shitload of Blood and Guts matches on that card. That's not going to be the only one. No. There's too many of these fucking factions. Jericho back in black, though. What do you mean? Well, they're all wearing black, oh, weren't yeah. they? And he said, we're back in black. Oh, yeah. And quoted a bit of the ACDC stuff. And now they've got a t-shirt that says back in black. Fuck's sake, how are they not getting sued out the arse for that? I don't know. Get away with saying back in black, but then when you quote the lines and yeah. then bring a t-shirt out, yeah. it's a bit... <laughs> And it looked, much of it just, I mean, you can't because it's a black cover, but if you just, it was like the album cover was just a t shirt. <laughs> I mean, they did do that Inner Circle t shirt that was a bit like the Guns N' Roses album. Yes, yeah, that was funny. Um, so I'm, sh- I'm sure you, there's a bit of like things you can do there, but Face Jericho is just hilarious. He's so funny. I mean, he's funny all the time, but he was on form this week. 
I think he likes being a face. Oh, Jake Hager's little face though behind him. I I was gonna do a tweet, just I was gonna snapshot Hager, just staring at the back of Jericho's head, cheesing, and he was just like, I, I, I saying, find yourself a lover who looks at you the way Swagger looks at Jericho, because he looked besotted with the man, and I was thinking, is it because Swagger can only hope that he could ever speak eloquently on a microphone, and it's just yeah. like, but I'd like to think he's in love with him. Yeah, he looked like he was having a good time, didn't he? He really did. He was like really buzzing. It's like he's really had a hard time being really miserable. Because think about it, he's been quite miserable. Like all his WWE run, he was quite miserable, wasn't he? Never yeah. cracked a smile in WWE, to my knowledge. Oh, would you have cracked a smile doing We the People? Exactly, his characters were shit. He was just like some big blonde dweeb. Yeah. Just an absolute dweeb. Pepsi Max there. You all, <laughs> hope you all enjoyed that. A few few people made made that made him a bit thirsty. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're on form tonight. Fucking hell! It's is you. This, you've got a new table. table. You've got a new chair. Oh yeah, I'm all over Comfort. it. I've, I've got me inside the ropes almanac next to me in case we need any stats. Oh, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. <coughs> Excuse um, me. I'm so sorry. You're right. We got a new inner. Do we have a new inner circle member? No. Do you, think, do you think he's going to be involved in Blood and Guts? Maybe, but I don't think he's going to be back next week. <laughs> Is he really? He's a special enforcer. He's like a referee oh, of course. next week. Okay, yeah. I think that for might be the last somebody. time we see him for a while. For a bit. Yeah. So I think when he comes back, he'll always dip in to the inner yeah. circle. Yeah. Because he's Jericho's little little oh, sidekick, isn't he? Yeah. He's his little mate. Yeah. See, I, I am a little bit disappointed that we're not going to see the... Mike Tyson Jericho match that they were kind of that they pushing. kind of promised us a little yeah. bit. They, they went as far and almost promised it. Yeah, and then Tyson went, "Oh fuck it, I'm gonna have a real fight instead." Yeah. But I did, I did really enjoy this. He comes out. I think we got a tweet on this actually from from Chris. Oh, Let God, me get I'm me. yawning like a motherfucker. Oh, it's because it's been a, it's been a tough, oh, been a tough week. I'm tired. <clears throat> yeah, so we've got a couple of uh, AW uh, tweets. So. Right, Chris Oryx31 has put, uh, Tyson would have been more impactful if he'd come out without the Tron and without the music. Uh, Jericho's MGF promo was good, except the Blood and Good Guts match name, which is awful. War Games is definitely better. Uh, but I don't mind Blood and Guts. So it's the same it's deal? The same, it's the same premise, yeah. So you've got two, it's like two Hell in the Cells type thing. Um, so they're going to have to have two rings. I understand. But they might not. They might just do it as one. Like they've not actually said what the rules are in this this time. Um, but all these people, you know, people whinging about the fact that fucking AEW are like breaking off into factions and all mm. this kind of stuff. Whereas New Japan's been factions for like fucking fifteen years, and everybody's in a faction. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter. This is the reason why they're breaking off into factions, so they can all have war games esque matches, so they can all just do. A war games match. Yeah. And you can have that episode of Dynamite is just going to be like one after another, after another, after another, probably. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, I, d- I don't mind them being all the factions. You know, it makes, makes no difference to me. No. Um, and then we've got Axel underscore JMO. Uh, put Jericho's promo was great. Four words. Those damn book, young books. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Um, so, yeah, I really liked the Tyson. Um, the Tyson bit 
I thought it was great when they were Jericho was backstage and he was doing his interview with Marvez and he was like, oh, Marvez, you're, you're looking really good recently. Have you done something with your hair? Bang! MGF <laughs> comes from behind, smacks him. And it's a show that MGF's on, but doesn't speak. Yeah. Which was crazy. So it shows yeah, you. Yeah, they gave the mic to oh, Jericho this time. Yeah, it's because of the, about the sheer amount of people they have to get through. Um, so the next point I've put here is uh, take on his improvement. Mm, which is vast. It is pretty crazy. From NXT. From even the start of Dynamite. Yeah. Like the first few, first two sort of times I saw her, I was like, she looks, she looks like she doesn't know what to do with her face. Yeah, like her face was just like, you know, completely void of any kind mm. of emotion. She had like a bit of a startled rabbit, didn't she? Look yeah. about her, but wouldn't even recognize that person anymore. In her, she's like it, amazing. She's getting when I say getting there, that sounds really patronizing. I don't mean it like that. I mean she's getting there to be like top dog consideration yeah well she's the number one ranked woman at mm. the moment um, and yeah you've got you know Britt Baker cutting promos about how the rankings don't matter but they do matter you know it's, it's mm. just she she's she's gonna get I mean she does like around the ring cheering her on and stuff which yeah. is a bit strange um, mm. but yeah I, I mean that spinning go to sleep should, have been, should be a finisher yeah. And she's got him in like the, the on the back and then spins into the knee. Miles better than just the DDT. Yeah, much better than yours, Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really good. I was like, when she hit, I was like, well, bang, that's the finish, that's it. Yeah. And then obviously she kicks out and then DDTs her later. Um, but yeah, the whole, you know, she's in NXT for like three years. Mm. They cut her. She's with AEW for a year and she's now somebody you can probably quite trust quite easily to put on TV. Yeah. You know, just show, shows you the, the, the I think it shows the, the training level of it anyway. Um, Lance Archer pops a boner. He, he popped a boner. I didn't, I didn't understand that, the, the point of that section, segment. What was the point no. of it? No. Is it going, is it, is it going somewhere or was it, is it just cause? I just didn't. I just didn't quite get it. Well, they've been doing it for weeks, haven't they? Where they were so, and even Excalibur laughed when he said, "Oh, up next, Tony Schiavone is interviewing Sting." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he knew it wasn't going to actually happen. Um, yeah, they've been doing it for like weeks, where Archer's coming out and he's interrupting, and you know Sting that doesn't actually say a word he just walks into the back or then he comes out later with Darby or whatever mm. uh, which he did on this show as well but yeah it was really it was really weird it was like you know Sting's taking up my time you're gonna listen to me and he snatches the mic off him because I was like the last thing I need to see mm. is a Sting Lance Archer match yeah absolutely I don't not. need to see that but I, th- I quite even though it makes zero sense I quite liked it because it was Sting's telling him he's a main event guy, go and do it. Mm. And him having a go at Jake Roberts, going, you should be helping him with this. Yeah. Where's your help? You know, you're a main... He didn't say you're a main eventer, but he should have done. Um, he's like, you know what You know what it takes to get there. Tell him. Mm. And, like, Jake Roberts is, like, turning his back and... So, yeah, but then he, he looked like... Lance Archer, at the end, looked like somebody who just asked, like... Their crush it to prom, yeah. and they said yes, 
and he went skipping out he of there. He giggled, he almost he was like, did a little skip. Sti- Sting likes me, he Sting. really likes me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just fucking weird. It was very strange. But, he got out of there really fast, that's yeah, why, yeah. With, hence the popper boner. Well, he, went, he, he, was, he had to run to that toilet <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> so funny. That's not a curse, that's a gift! <laughs> um, and then the last note I've got is Young Buck's turn. Yeah, saw it coming. Oh, called them both, didn't I? You did. Called them both. You did indeed. Well, everyone called them both. But I don't... I still... I didn't really enjoy it, if I'm honest. Because, yeah. I mean, I liked the, the whole... I mean, the match side of it was great. It was always going to be great. Mm. Um, and I liked Moxley kind of, like, getting angry that they weren't finishing him off and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then he goes in and just, like, fucking... Death Rider slash Paradigm shifts him twice and then gets him in a choke before he gets super kicked. I don't know. Just again, it's the young bucks. acting is tough to watch. Yeah, it's not great, is it? And there was a bit when I think it was Excalibur. He said, "Oh, Matt Jackson looks like he's got a tear rolling down his face." <laughs> no, it was no Excalibur. It was fake tan, mate. It was fake tan. You scumbag. Fake tan and sweat. Unfortunately, oh, God, what is unless it he cries brown tears. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. He's that tanned, cries brown tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's seeped it's into his deep. veins. <laughs> the centropes in deep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's so funny, though. Blink of Christ. But, like, Moxley doesn't tan. Like, he just looks... He looks, But he looks really pale. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. The tan it's, is... Oh, they need to get a grip with this tan. So, some of them go really far, don't they? They really don't like being pale. But the thing is, right, I, I can speak from experience here because I fake tan occasionally. And I'm going to do it again this week. First time I've tanned in ages. Yeah, literally Beca- years. Yeah, because... And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pale, but I'm also quite translucent-skinned as well. And I think if you're quite pale... And you're under lights. Yeah. I think you could see the blue in people's veins. Right. Because I look quite blue sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you know, on my chest or something, you yeah, can see the yeah. veins on my chest. Yeah. And I think that might be it with some pale people. Like, when you put the big stage lights on them, yeah. I think maybe that you can see they look blue. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? And maybe that's just a way to sort of, like, overcome it. Yeah, and there's, and you know... the. And they've unfortunately a couple of times gone a bit too far. Yeah. But at least Jericho mentioned MJF's tan. Was that in his? Um, yeah, that was in promo. the promo. But I think that I think that was intentional. I think his bad tan was intentional because it was never been that bad. I find that it, absolutely. It's always been bad, but it's never been like that bad <laughs> where it was like round his ear and because oh, you usually with MGF MGF looks normal but his hands are like yeah his hands are ridiculous obviously he does it himself yeah but Christ Excalibur going oh Matt Jackson's cry you know is that a tear like no no it's it's, it's fake tan mate yeah, but yeah the, their acting's tough yeah it's bad uh, and it's easier to be a heel so I'm you know the band are back together, so to speak. So mm. I don't know where they're going to go from there. Probably to war games, probably to blood and guts. Absolutely. It's if only Mo- a month away. Yeah, if Moxley can get another, another, which I'm sure he can, Yeah. put together a, a team, that might be the uh, the two. Who would Moxley get? Well, Kingston will be one of them. Yeah. Well, do, do, you know, do you know what? I mean, I know Kingston's kind of broke ties with him. 
But it would be it would be awesome if it was like Omega, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. who are sporting a nice new T-shirt mm. for Good Brothers. Um, versus Moxley, Kingston, and Death Triangle. That'd be amazing. Uh, but whether whether or not they'll they'll do that, who knows? Because Death Triangle now I've got a thing going with best friends. So I don't know. I don't know. See, when you said that, then all I could picture was Mox like backstage, sort of like you know, if it was you know if it was all real, picking his team. <laughs> And you just got like little little Christian in the corner, like raising his hand, going, "Oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay, hello, darkness, yeah. my old friends." Like, <laughs> everyone's forgetting, forgets yeah, about forgets, forgets about Christian already. <laughs> <laughs> he's off. He's not on for like one week, and it's like, yeah. where is he? What's he doing? Where the fuck is he? What, still, what have you got? Still recovering. Have you got him doing? I know. Yeah. Don't you know what? Actually, yeah, throw Christian in there. Why not? Well, you might as well. You might as well get Miro in as well. Christ! After he's killed Kip Sabian, whenever that's going to happen, yeah, he's going to kill. He's going it's to a ragtag bunch that. It's oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a bit. What was that team he was in in WWE? Miro was it the, the League of Nations? Extraordinary gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah the, the league. The was league he of... in the League of Nations? Was yeah, that yeah. him? It was it was Rusev, uh, Del Rio, Sheamus, and Wade Barrett. That's it. Was so shit. It was so shit. It's that. the boys. <laughs> hey, we're gonna get to Wade Barrett. Don't you think? Don't you think? Don't even. Don't you think we're not gonna talk about Wade Barrett? I think that was me room one hundred and one. Okay, we'll keep keep it. No, because I need to talk about it when it comes to the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. But my room one hundred and one's a wider issue. It's not just not just him. Wade. Yeah. Not just bad news. Anyway. So, so yeah, I I thought it was a decent show, AEW. I enjoyed watching it. Apparently, not a lot of people did. I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was a, a great show. Just fun, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, the viewing the, the, the viewing figures are hilarious because it's like seven eight eight for NXT nine mm. one six eight eight for AEW. AEW still still won in the demo though. You know. I think that it made no sense. For AEW to sort of like throw the kitchen sink this week, no, because they're not. It, it's still their weekly show. They were going against Takeover. Like, why? Why would you? Why would you try and put on an absolute barn burning show when you know that your audience, the very best you're going to do is maybe evens with yeah, them? Yeah. It's yeah. like, what's the point? You might as well save it for like get out of their way. Like, fuck it. You don't need to compete with them. It's the last it's week. It's over. It's over now. Whatever. Yeah. If they beat you on the last one, who gives a shit? It's their takeover, of course they did. I like the fact that they're on different nights now. Mm, Me too. So so instead of previous kind of years where, you know, your wrestling nights of the week are Monday and Friday, they're now Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. And fuck Monday and Friday. I know. Isn't that wild? Not that we would ever watch it live, but you you know what I'm saying, guys. You know what I'm saying. Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And the fact that... a point that I thought was really interesting is the fact that they still won in the demo. And to me, NXT is really trying to go for younger people. Mm-hmm. Like I can see, I can see, I feel like I'm a bit old for it. You know when they're doing the whole metal thing, and they're trying to come across as alternative, and I know what you mean, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But they're still their average age is like in their fifties. I just find that. Do you think it's f- it's sad as fuck that? No, I think it's bullshit. I 
think it's bollocks. I just don't believe that. I honestly don't believe it. I don't know why. I I, I just find, I find it, it hard so to hard to believe. Like looking around at Mania, yeah, and looking around when you go to any wrestling show, you have some parents, you have some older fans, people who maybe were there at the Attitude Era, but yeah, you don't see an abundance. Of, but then again, I suppose they maybe they don't want to go to the shows, so it is hard to say. But I don't you know, think. I just, I just find it very odd. I think people who watch the shows are different than people who go to the shows. Because I, I do think there's not that many fans. There's mm. not that many of us. And in America, there's about 1.4 million of them. Yeah. And they'll watch Monday Night Raw, yeah. Tuesday Night NXT now, Wednesday Night AEW. They may watch Impact on a Thursday. And then they'll watch SmackDown on Friday because they're wrestling fans. That's all they want to watch. And mm. maybe sprinkle in some ROH and New Japan in as you go. But... I don't think they're the same people who are like desperately buying tickets to like WrestleMania and shit. Because it's it's mad. Because I I don't get it either. But it's the fact that mm. they, they they play they talk. So it's not just like the Observer guys. It's not just you know WWE talk about their viewing figures. Yeah. You know in their the the quarterly sort of rate. You know quarterly uh, meetings that they have. Uh-huh. AEW talk about their ratings and the demo and all this kind of stuff. So they've got. That system that we've kind of looked into, it can't be that, because it's too it's too pie in the sky. That even if they're doing it state by state, if you've got two thousand people in every state that you've got hooked up to this system, this Nielsen rating thing where they can find out who's watching what, mm. and it's like okay, out of these two thousand people, ten ten of them who are women are watching NXT. So therefore, we can multiply it over the 600,000 people that live in... It just doesn't work like that for me. I know, but that's how it's done. Yeah. We looked there's into be, it. There's got to be something else that they, can, they get these fucking figures from. Because they're like down to the, the 100th person. I know, that's the so thing that I don't... But then it's I, it's obviously yeah. worked out in such a way, but it's it's just... Because I, I knew that it was done like that back in the day. Then when we were talking about it, I was thinking, oh, I wonder how they do it now. It's like the same And it was way. the same fucking method, so I couldn't yeah. believe it. Whereas, you know, they used to actually go and ask you back in the day because they couldn't hook any technology up. Do you mm. want me to sort your vape out? Oh, yeah, cool. Um, I was going to get up and do it in a minute. You're all right, she can't get past anyway. Can't get past with this new table. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna have a look at that tonight. <laughs> it's really troubling, it, it? Yeah, because it just... <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand how they can talk about these ratings as if they're they're a real thing when you can't when you don't know every single home. Mm-hmm. Fifty percent of people in a state, fair enough. Yeah. Because because that might be to the nearest thousand if you're doubling fifty percent. But if you've literally got like two thousand people and the state might have like a million people in it, mm. you can't just times it by whatever it needs to be to cover everybody in that state. Because cause you've not got a... I mean, they'll try... Because obviously, there's the, the thing that makes me think there's a better let's, way... Let's look at it now. Come on. Okay. Nielsen ratings. Is it Nielsen ratings, though? Cause that, is you that, tell me. Is, well, that's what, that's what we know of, but we don't know that... The, I don't know if there's any other way that they do it. Right, Nielsen TV ratings are the audience measurement system operated by Nielsen Media Research that seek to determine the audience size and composition of television programming in the U- US with using a rating system. Mm. That's that. Yeah, I think that's it. The Nielsen ratings. Right. 
Fucking pickles me brain. It is it is wild. Right, data collection methods used to generate Nielsen TV rated. Oh wait, that's so that was back in the day. The upgraded people meter, introduced in 1987, records individual viewing habits of the home and transmits the data nightly to Nielsen through a telephone line. This is back in 87. The system is designed to allow market researchers to study television viewing on a minute-to-minute -minute basis, recording when viewers change channels or turn off the television. Nielsen replaced people meters with portable people meters, which collects the data of individual household members through the use of separate logging credentials and allows the company to separate household viewing information into various demographic groups. So you have to opt in for that shit. Right. Um, so that is what they do. Well, that's not everybody, though, is it? Of course, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's I'm, not accurate. I'm, yeah, I'm, I need to get to the bottom of this well because <laughs> the, the, the reason why I'm so troubled by it is because yeah. millions of dollars change hands based on these ratings. Yeah. So they can't be wrong. They, they can't. They can't be just a guess because literally advertisers. I mean, advertisers we know don't pay for wrestling, mm. but you know, advertisers pay some money because of these ratings. They get contracts, so like AEW have just negotiated a massive new contract with TNT for three more years because of their ratings that they got, because it was better than they thought they were going to do. Mm. So, they can Okay, listen to this. Criticism of rating systems. There is some public critique regarding the accuracy and potential bias within Nielsen's rating system, including some concerns that the rating system is rapidly becoming outdated because of new technology like smartphones, DVRs, tablet computers, internet streaming services as preferred or alternative methods of television viewing. Um, blah, 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 and other criticism. Oh, yeah. Since viewers are aware of being part of the Nielsen sample, it can lead to response bias in recording and yep, viewing habits. Absolutely. Audience counts gathered by the self-reporting diary methodology are sometimes higher than those gathered by the electronic meters, eliminating any response bias. Another criti criticism on the measuring system itself is that it fails the most important... Is that it fails the most important sample criterion. It is not random. A small fraction of the public is selected. Only those accepted are used as the sample size. That's bollocks. How do they? How do they go off the ratings then? Well, it's just I don't know. It's it, it is. But I agree with you. Yeah, it's I bollocks. completely agree. But I've always thought it was bollocks. Even when I was a kid, when my dad told me about it. Mm. Because in the papers, you used to always print a top 10 of like what people had watched the night before. And it was yeah. like Coronation Street, you know, would have like 12 million 12 people million, or something yeah, mad. Yeah. And I'd say, oh, how do they know? Do they count everyone? And my dad was like, no. And he explained this system thing to me. And I couldn't fucking believe it. And, and I just found like the gall of it. Because yeah, I was bollocks. like, you can't count me in that. Are you counting me just because I'm like, I most resemble Jane down the road and well, she's yeah. watching that, so therefore I'm automatically well, watching Well, that's it. exactly what they're doing because yeah. we don't watch, we don't watch TV. Like, yeah. we watch everything through it like a smart app or something like that. So they can't say that, like, fucking EastEnders or, you know, what's what's the American equivalent of EastEnders for our Brooklyn friends? Um, days of our lives. Days of our lives. You can't assume that we're watching it because we're not. No, no. And in this day and age, how do they not know? Like they've got, you know, like fucking YouTube. You know how many people are watching you if you're live. 
Twitch. You know how many people are watching you live. There's a little counter. Yeah. How do they not know? Yeah, anyway, anyway. <laughs> well, that was the science part of the podcast well, for everybody. That's a, that's a story for another day, I think. But I just think it's bollocks. I'll, I agree. I'll, I totally agree. Because I, I enjoy seeing the ratings, but but they, 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 they mean nothing. If you're just saying there's a small sample size in each state, mm-hmm. and then you times in it by however many people you know it takes to get up to how many people are in the state, it's bollocks. What if you've got like a, a you know an apartment building in a university mm-hmm. who all like watching Wipeout, and and they all they coordinate because because and I'm, this is a bit out there, but you never know. They all they all coordinate to watch this show so they can all talk about it the day after. But if they're not in the sample size, you know they're they're saying that three people in that building are watching AEW, five people are watching yeah. NXT, and it's bollocks. I know it is. It is. Anyway. It's it's all it's all ridiculous. It's all anyway. ridiculous, and it will get harder. It'll get harder to measure things if things are on multiple platforms. Yeah. But anyway. There. Anyway. There anyway. we go. Let's get off that because we're going to be here all fucking we're be night. All fucking night. It'll be. It'll turn into one of those conspiracy theory podcasts. Be fucking talking about flat Earth next, and that it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, guys? The Earth's round. What? Oh Read a my book. god! Just look into it. That's Read all I'm saying. It's it's round. It's round. <laughs> Christ alive. Okay, so let's get on to um, the meat and meat and potatoes. Oh, the meat and two veg. Meat you and two say? veg of the uh, the old show. Uh, so NXT stand and deliver night one. So we start like we do with night two with a pre-show. That I've not seen. So apparently Zoe Stark, whoever that may be, defeated Tony Storm on the pre-show. I honestly couldn't tell you who Zoe Stark is. Nor me. But I'm sure we've seen him at some point. Yeah. So the the opening, I thought, to Stand and Deliver was quite good. So not not the the Alice Cooper guitarist, that Nina Strauss doing the national anthem. That was always going to be what it was. But I quite liked the you know the skull reveal mm. and the set. I thought was great, and there was a part of me that was quite excited when I couldn't see any Thunderdome face faces, and there was a reasonable amount of people around the ring, and I was like, oh yeah, here we go. We're not we're out of this Thunderdome era for for NXT now because they've got you know a reasonable amount of people. They don't need that anymore. But then them fuckers came back, didn't they? Um, but yeah, I thought it started off really well, and the set looked cool, and you know the, the the eyes of the skull changed based on whoever it was that was coming out. Uh, so they had like a way logo, and mm. you know, and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. That was quite cool. Um, so the first match we get was Pete Dunn versus Kashida. Uh, Pete Dunn won. He's looking lean. So lean. He's looking lean. Is that? Do you think that's a vegan diet? He was always on a vegan diet, so no, it's definitely something that's changed. I wonder what it is though, because he literally looks like. So you know, this might be a bad analogy, but I could, I could just think of chicken. I don't even. So like him before was obviously looks like a cooked chicken, doesn't it? Yeah, bronzed like one as well. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a roast chicken, <laughs> but like a really good but one. But without the. Breast. Yeah, we're talking Tesco's finest. Yeah, Pum, yeah. You know, it's not pumped full of water. You, no, because he was pumped full of water before. That's that. That was kind of the difference. But yeah, lean. Yeah, he looks mental. Le- lean done. Um, Kashida comes out doing his uh, Marty McFly shit, which I do like, and it was a great match. Um, but there's nothing really. You know, it was all joint manipulation. It was all kind of holds. 
what are they doing with Pete Dunne? Like it's, I mean, the fact that he's on a takeover is great, and and I know he's a, he's kind of the producer or whatever of of NXT UK, mm. but what are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do? So, gauntlet elimination match for the NXT North American Championship match the night after. Uh, if for some reason this thing doesn't list the competitors, it just says that Bronson Reed wins. Now, Bronson Reed should not have won this. <laughs> There were so many people in that match that I'm not going to name because I can't. <laughs> that could have had a great match with Johnny Gargano. Are we going there? No, we're not yet. We'll okay. leave that. Um, but Bronson Reed wins. Fair enough. Now, NXT UK Championship match. So we've watched this a few times now, haven't we? Yeah, I feel like I've not stopped watching it. I can't get my head around it. You can't get your head around the hype. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The, fact, mean, the, the excitement it was, of it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, when, when they announced the card, I was like, right, that's going to be awesome. And it was. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. They were going to smack each other around. This is how I feel watching every match. <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're like, you say something's meant, and I'm like, yeah, it was a, it was a good match. I can't, I, I, I know what you mean, though, because yeah. I, I didn't, there was nothing that made me, I wasn't, compe- it wasn't compelling. No. To me, it was just an entertaining match. Yeah. And obviously, because WWE or WWE, I don't care if they're calling it NXT or if they're calling it Raw or calling it SmackDown, they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves by doing something that looks fucking shit. So, they, they scramble to the outside and Volta and Champa oh, yeah. are smacking each other and... You know, Volta's doing some awesome shit on the top row where he's like stamping down on Chompa's face. And they get to the announce table and Volta chops the announce table in half. <laughs> and it looks like... Like when you were a kid and you had those... Like, I tell you, that's the perfect thing. I've got the perfect thing. It looked like when you bought the TLC playset when you were a kid <laughs> think back to those times the TLC playset and the table that you got and it had that perfect like zigzag crack down the middle of it it looked exactly like that they can't help himself and these fucking commentators are like spazzing out like they've never seen anything like it <laughs> they actually said that they've never what? seen anything like it I think oh Christ. I think I could well, quote them well, that, well that's, that's seeped into my brain then hasn't it but they, they have to do something like that to make it crap and it just drives me up the fucking wall. Why would it crack like that? Like it, you know, it wouldn't. It, well, that, this, this is, is the thing. But, but like, what? This I don't understand how these these decisions get made. Seriously. I think I'm looking at it too seriously. No, but, but I thought that looked stupid. I can't. I can't not. Like, why was there a zip? What? It looked like a Harry Potter scar. It did. <laughs> like, why would it crack like that from a chop? It would just crack in half. <laughs> but it's got this mad zigzag down it. That perfectly down the centre of the skull. It just makes me laugh. But anyway, but I I thought the match was really good and it was exactly what I wanted. But I'm not getting. See, the the problem is, is you're talking about like match of the match of the week vibes, and you're saying right, what's going to be the match of the week? What's going to be your favourite match of the week? Of course, it's coming from NXT. It's come from NXT for the last five years, like match of the night or match of the WrestleMania week. It's not going to be WrestleMania, so it's either going to be on night one or night two of Stand and Deliver, mm-hmm. because there ain't going to be. If there is, I'll be 
I'll be happy as fuck. I'll be like, yes, great. Because there's loads of potential. Like, you know, like Gaz, Game Banter Gaz, tweeted us um, earlier on when I was talking about Raw, is they've stumbled their way into a really good card. Mm. And they have. Mm-hmm. Because they've not had that, you know, they don't build anything anymore. It's and I don't want it. I don't want to keep going off on fucking WWE, but they have completely, through no hard work of their own, just fell into a good WrestleMania yeah. card. Um, so if there is a match on it that's better than an NXT match, then fair enough. Um, but I highly doubt it. So this could be the best match of the week, and if it is, then. If I'm honest, I've seen about five matches this week that I liked better, and not that's not me saying that. I think it's different for different people, and mm, like mm. we've seen a, a few people like going mad. The inside the ropes guys were going mad about it. Observer guys going mad about it. How much they love this match, and that's why I went back and watched it again because I was like, have I fucking missed something? Here? He's like, no. Do, do you know what I think? An element of it is though why they love it. I think it's. Volta, I think they like him. They went into it excited, already calling it the match of yeah, the yeah. of the week. Yeah, which makes me think that because we've not been watching it, yeah, it makes me think that that's the momentum that he's built up. Yeah, and yeah. he's made himself a star and a bit of a monster. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think they just like him. And when you're a fan of someone and they do put on a good match, it's like the best match you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've seen Volta loads. Yeah, but we're not not shit. recently though. No. We don't know the work that's been going into it. The fact that people are that excited about it, I would never have said that anyone would be that excited no. about a Volta match. I just would. I just would never. I and mean, that's not me saying he's shit, but I just don't understand. From what yeah. I remember of him. He just never seemed like that big a deal, like yeah. you know, when there was all these other wrestlers. So he's obviously been doing gangbusters in the last what, however long. Yeah, last six months. Yeah, so. I think it's that. I think there's an element of that. Well, there's the Volta Dragonoff match that's on that was on NXT UK, which got five stars. Well, there you go. So there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that he's been doing. I mean, he was Progress Champion as well, like round the time when we were watching. We never actually. I don't think we ever actually saw him live. Did we not? I can't remember. No, I can't. I've got a zero. Because I think I, I think I would have remembered doing that. Du, 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 See, I du, weirdly think we we did, have, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I don't trust my own. He is great though. Yeah, well, he's like, great. I I, I he's do great. think he's top, and going against Champa mm. is awesome. And I loved the pro the promo before it with the you know is it, and again WWE they have to make it uncool like they have to get the commentators to say at least eight times that it's the old black heart it's the 2018 2017 2019 <laughs> version of Chomper and like you, you know you can't you can't agree on what year so just don't speak mm, you fucking mongs anyway but I thought it was a I thought it was a great match and. Um, there was a lot about it that I really liked, but I I wasn't I didn't you know I wasn't like jumping out my chair at the end because again a lot of people saying like the chop finish was was shit or good I was eh, I can I can see why they did it because the whole chop thing is his deal mm. they set that up earlier on in the match with him chopping through the fucking table even though it broke like a like a Mattel toy. Um, so I understand that, and he wasn't just like a flash chop, and he pins him. You know, he power bombs him like a few times, and then chops him. You know, so mm. he so he hits about ten, you know, eight or ten moves in a row, and then pins him. So it's a clean. You know, he's the. 
I think it's clean finishes that these people like yeah. as well, isn't it? Which I do as well. Um, which is why I, I differ from, from the poll, which I forgot to do. And I forgot to do the tweets as well. But I think we've only got one. So let's go back to them, shall we? Sorry. <laughs> so I did a poll. I, I've done a couple of polls this week just to see uh, what people are watching and that kind of stuff. So I did one of um, what people were going to watch as in TakeOver or Dynamite. Um, so that got quite a lot of votes. So 38% was TakeOver, 23% Dynamite, 23% Double Screening, 14% Neither. Um, and then the, the poll I did for this one is which night did you prefer? Hmm. Um, so I put night one, night two, both great, didn't watch. 19.2% night one. Okay. Uh, tw- 30.8% night two was their favourite. Oh. Th- 30.8% both were great. 19.2% didn't watch. I mean, that's. I think that says, says about everything. And then tweet-wise, I think we got... Uh, yeah, so um, at Game Banter, uh, so Game Banter Gaz, thanks for your tweet, mate. It's but wrong person won the main event in both nights of takeover for me, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> we can't win them all. Can you can't. We? Well, you literally, literally can't win them yeah. all. You literally can't win them all. Um, so then, match that I cannot remember for the for the life of me, other than who won, and that's the NXT Tag Team Championship, uh, MSK Grizzled Young Veterans, uh, Legado del Fantasma, with MSK winning. I didn't watch this. See, I, I did watch it, and I can't remember a single thing. I can remember a few impressive moves and stuff, yeah. but I can't remember specific moments. Oh. Um, so I might go back and watch this again. But MSK as a tag team, I think, are really good. I love the T-shirt, that green... That's the part I remember. The T-shirt? Yes, you said, <laughs> I like that T-shirt, and I said, yes, it's nice. <laughs> I do remember that now, yeah, yeah, but I don't remember the match. But I do, I do like that T-shirt, but then they did an interview on night two, and I was like... Nah. Dweebs. Absolutely dweebs. <laughs> um, so then we finished night one with the NXT Women's Championship. Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, yeah. Gonzalez. Uh, with Dakota Kai. She was in it for about a second. Defeats Io Shirai. Yeah, that was quite shocking, that, wasn't it, I suppose? Well, I, I thought this was top. It was great. I thought it was really cool. Shirai did a load of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Jumping on. I mean, that... I know they lied on the commentary about it being 20 feet in the air, but that shot from the back of the skull where she jumped <coughs> off, you know, it's dead weird, isn't it? Because when, like, you, the camera's on, like, um, you know, normal kind of level, yeah. it doesn't seem like she's falling for that long. But then the camera from behind, it's like she's in the air for I a know. good second. So it makes you think, like, when Jeff Hardy jumped off that ladder, if there was one at the top... And you saw him go down and then oh hit. Oh my God, like, yeah, oh, that would Christ. be crazy. Would have unbelievable. So is Shirai, I know this is the same same question every time we talk about this sort of shit, but is Shirai going up? Well, Triple H said not, didn't he? Triple H can shut the fuck up. <laughs> Triple H can shut up. Stephanie McMahon can shut up. Vince doesn't say anything because he has shut up. I'm, I don't want to hear from him. The lying cunts. You know what fucking Stephanie said to say about Moxley? Oh yeah, you said. Like, like when you say, "Oh, you know, how would you feel about John Moxley going to another company and arguably being a bigger star?" It's like, well, it was a mutual decision. weren't a mutual decision. We know it wasn't a mutual decision because he rejected a contract. 
It wasn't a mutual fucking decision. He rejected a contract. That's why he stayed there for another four months. And then they did the whole shield goodbye thing. Mm-hmm. And he leave, left on really good terms. Stop fucking lying. I know. They're constantly lying. It drives me mad. Like fucking... Um, and we'll get on to Steph later. That's what I was laughing at before. When I was said... It? Yeah. And oh, then I said oh, I didn't want to say because yeah. it was because I was just oh, remembering I've, Alvarez I've, on his... I've, I've got a night. I've got, I've got a night. I've got a note for, for, for night two. <laughs> But fucking hell, like, they lie through their teeth. You know, Triple H last week saying that they're open for business because Jericho's doing a podcast. Shut the fuck up. And, and Axel, Chris, oh, I love you both, but please. You know, Jericho takes a picture with the um, WWE private jet. Yeah. And apparently Omega, um, uh, Omega, Omega took the picture. You literally said that in the same way, then. Did I? Both ta- yeah, all the time. Ta- maybe, maybe, maybe I was Mega. a bit. Maybe I didn't give it the gravitas it deserved. The first <laughs> I, think, time. I think that's what it was. Omega. <laughs> that's that's the way you got to say it. They're in the same place. They're all, they're all in Florida, and then what? Do, what's the reply? Yeah, they are in the same place. WrestleMania. So <laughs> please don't get my hopes. I'm not. I refuse to. Well, they're never gonna do it. No. But them talking like they're open for business and they're talking shit. Triple H talking shit. Ever since he said NXT would never go on a network and it would always be great. Oh yeah, don't believe a word he says. Don't believe a fucking word he says because he, you know, he doesn't have the power to to make any decisions. Stephanie McMahon doesn't have the power to make any decisions. So why is anybody interviewing him? They're on screen personalities. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've got backstage jobs that they obviously take very seriously. But from my side, I couldn't give a shit what job backstage job they've got. They're an on-screen talent whenever I see them. And that's how they act in interviews, even if they're not on TV. It's like, oh, it was a mutual decision, that Moxley one. Yeah, we weren't really doing a lot with him. Like, yeah, you weren't really doing a lot with him. That's why he fucked off. You know, and it was a bit of a shit question to ask her, I think. Saying, you know, what how do you feel about John Moxley going somewhere else and being a bigger star? But the answer to that is good for him. I'm really yeah. pleased for him. Yeah. He was great while he was here. Yeah. And I'm really glad he's doing well. That's the answer you give. You don't you yeah. don't turn around and say, Well, it it was a mutual decision why we got rid of him. It's a just stupid response. It's like yeah. talk about sour grapes. Any question like that of like, how do you feel about someone being a star? You just go, I'm really I'm really pleased for him. I'm glad they're doing well. Yeah, that's, that's all you have to say. I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of them. I think the, I think the fans. I'm proud they were here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Fucking people are thick. They're just, they're just scumbags. Like, just like lying bastards. Like everything that comes out of the mouths is a lie, and it's just frustrating. But anyway, so we've got NXT Stand and Deliver Night Two. I skipped the poppy song. You did. Because I, I I heard a couple of seconds and was like, not for me. But, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe it was all right. Maybe we've just done the same thing as what we did to Ghost when they were an NXT oh, thing. Just like, meh. It's like, oh, that's a great song. We'll put it as an opening for our for our NXT review show. And then two <laughs> years later, we're like, in Ireland. Yeah, Ghost! I know, I know. Anyway, Ridiculous. anyway. Show as you've done it that you should probably listen rather than just skip on things. But... Uh, <laughs> Pre-show again didn't see, but apparently Killian Dane beat uh, beat probably beat him on his own. But Killian Dane and Drake Maverick beat Brizango, so they're apparently the number one contenders to the tag team titles, which is mad. Um, so first, first off, NXT Cruiserweight Unification Ladder Match: Santos Escobar beats Jordan Devlin, and now he's the Unified. 
NXT Cruiserweight Champion. I loved his entrance uh, with the lucha mask on and mm. coming out, and that was really cool. I thought Devlin looked really good in this match as well, like a like a badass. Um, fucking the interference was so stupid. So he gets his Del Fantasma guys to come out and stop Jordan Devlin from winning the belt, and they interfere, and then they go to the back, and the match just carries on. Just doesn't fucking make any yeah. sense. Uh, but the ending was quite cool. He didn't have crack through that ladder. Oh, yeah. And he had blood all over his arm and obviously yeah. from something earlier on. Um, so that was quite a cool finish. And I do think Santos Escobar is what they want. Yeah. He's he's obviously can speak English. Mm. So Al- Almas, as great as we all think Almas is, they're going to go for this guy over Almas because he can speak English better. Yeah. And that's what they're dying for. They're dying for somebody Mexican who can speak English. Yeah, perfect English. Yeah. Not just passing. It's got to be fucking no perfect for them. Yeah. To even consider giving him a push. Definitely. I, I think he's meant... I think he could do really mm. well, mate. But hey, that's just me. NXT Women's Tag Team Titles. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart beat Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I mean, I've got stuff to say, but none of it's good. Just that, just that dive. I mean, that botched that dive, dive was... where they stepped out of the way and she hit the deck. Yeah, like fucking. So shot. If you if you've not seen it or you don't know what I'm talking about, Shotzi dives through the ring ropes, and because I. So my my opinion on it is, is that they, they did dive after dive here. So she does the first dive. I think Indy Hartwell was supposed to be the one who got the brunt of that. But she steps out the way. If you look at the replay, she steps out the way oh and dear. doesn't catch her. And then Ember Moon goes up and does a dive and Candice LeRae is the one who catches her. And mm-hmm. Indy Hartwell, again, is out of the way. Shit. That's so, not going to go down well at all. Well, surprised if we see her again for a bit. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If, if that's... If that's if I, you know, obviously I'm just giving my opinion on what I saw, but mm. it angered me, and I'm not a fan of Shotzi Blackheart, but I obviously don't want to see her break a neck. No. Um, I just hate that tank. I know you do. I think it's the crappiest thing ever. I liked it at first. When Did it, you? When, it, when I first saw it... When she was in that teeny tiny tank. When it was the teeny weeny little tank, I thought it was quite um, interesting. And with like the green hair aesthetic, you know, because it's obviously tank girl aesthetic from the 90s is what it is. So I thought that's quite cool because I really like that look. And I I just, I don't know whether it's an every show kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe it's just a a takeover thing. But I think does she come out with it all the time? Because that's her entrance. Fair enough. It's preference in it. And she's got a lot of fans by all counts on Twitter, so... We all know what those Twitter fans are there for. Just to scream into an echo chamber at each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, after this match, we get Gabe Stevenson. Now, if you don't know who Gabe <laughs> Stevenson is, Gabe Stevenson is oh, an actual wrestler. I'm going to have to get a drink of who, water. Yeah, go for it. So he's an actual ref- wrestler, who, which I saw, I saw like an article going around I mean, where it was where it was last week or the week before, where he'd won his. I mean, I think he's qualified for the Olympics and, and all that kind of stuff. So he's he's a big deal in the world of like actual wrestling. Um, and he he did a thing saying hi Vince, 
uh, or he, and he did a tweet about it and that kind of stuff, which was quite interesting. So they've got him at this takeover, and Steph stood next to him, <laughs> and she's clapping like <laughs> Billio. <laughs> she is just a nutcase. What would have to happen for you to maniacally grin and clap like that? At the same time, what would have to happen in your life to get that response from you? Have a go, um, do it now, and see how weird no, it feels. It. But like, think about it. What It'll would be too it, loud through the mind. What would it take? So if I was, so if I was in her position, so I was like a high up at WWE, no. just just in general. I'm talking about general. you, Andy. What would elicit? What would be so joyful to happen to you that you had a mouth open smile? Nodded your head and clapped at the same time. I think the only time where I've ever come close to that was uh, Mustache Mountain winning the tag team titles at Albert Hall. Yeah. And we were all clapping at the end and I was losing my shit. Yeah, you were cheesing so, and clapping. So who who knows what I looked like? Who knows what, who knows what I looked like? Right, well, they, but, right. She, she, was having a, she was having that moment. She was having a moment. It seemed to me, because she had a big red face as well... Like, she, she looks a bit sweaty. You know, what the fuck were they doing before that clapping? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe he said to her something, you know, about the size of his size of his gimmick. Hey, wee. To, to quote uh, the Good Brothers. Um, and she was just... It, it, seemed, it seemed to me like before she was clapping, he said, he told her a joke. And, and she was She's just... Still laughing and, and she was like, oh, fuck, this is live TV. And he's just stood up and he's waving. He's like, oh, hi, guys. Yeah, I'm a, a collegiate wrestler. And she's just insane. It, imagine, right? And obviously, he's a wrestling fan, so he knows who Stephanie McMahon is. But imagine if you were like, you know, a football player who was going to transition to WWE and you'd never watched it. So you don't know who Stephanie McMahon is, right? And you they sat you next to her on TV. <laughs> And all, and all your mates are like texting you and tweeting you going, who the fuck was that? <laughs> Why was that woman going ballistic next to you? She looked like she was losing a shit. She she was like so happy that he was there. It just really just, like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, what an absolute monk. It was just so Why? maniacal. It was yeah. fucking weird. So if that was me, and you were like, oh, I'm thinking of doing this wrestling thing, and they sit you next to this, like, nutcase, who just starts, like, seal clapping with, like, a face on her that looks like, you know, she's just discovered, uh, what the, the, she's just found kryptonite to use on Superman. You know, she was mad, like, Mm -hmm. why can't... She was mad. Why, why can't they just be normal human beings? And I know we say that all the time, and they said it on the Observer things, like, why can't they just be normal? And we say that all the time. I know, just be normal, Like, for God's why sake. can't you just be normal? Like, why do you have to be a nutcase? <laughs> she looked like she was on something. <laughs> Please go back and watch this. Like, Steph, right? It's so funny. It's so... Oh, why it makes me laugh so much? Just I, I feel like I need to see it now. I'm not... <laughs> Please don't show gonna, me. No, Please, for fuck's sake, don't show me, or else we're never gonna miss you again. Absolutely, we've got to get through this show. Um, but yeah, oh God, oh, she was she was so losing funny. her shit. She was losing her mind. But anyway, 
Fair oh God, we need to move on from this. Fair enough. Gable, Gable, Gabe, Gable. I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it after this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to find it. Oh, fuck. I feel like I'm going to die, though, if I watch it again. But when we were watching it at the time. We were both like, look at Steph. We were both like, what the fuck's wrong with her? It's like, is she like... Stay as She'd done a line backstage and then she's just kind of like walked into the room with all the lights and she's like, oh, oh, you clap, 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 clap. <laughs> like, and this poor guy's like trying to be really understated and he was more understated on that than he was in his like social media and when he was saying hi, Vince and stuff. Like, he was being like cocky and, yeah, you know, yeah. in, in the way that you think is cool, but. Jesus Stephanie. wept. She was. Oh, Stephanie, my She man. didn't match his energy. <laughs> no, 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 Absolutely no. Not. The energy was off there. And speaking, segue of not matching someone's energy, we get the NXT North American Championship match, which is Gargano versus Bronson Reed. I. It was tough to watch this to me because Bronson Reed. He he looked fine. You know there was there was a couple of really good spots and stuff. But, man, I, that guy just could not keep up with him. Mm. Like, he looked he looked fucked in about 10 minutes. He, he was, was stumbling around. Ploddy, wasn't he? Plodding around, you know, doing the Nia Jax thing of, like, stepping out of the way as somebody's running around you. And I'm not saying he's, he, because of his size. Mm. You know, I'm not, I'm not, because I don't care about somebody's size. It's the workability, because we've seen big dudes fly around. Yeah. It is, it is, the thing is, when we were watching TakeOver, and it was that Young Bucks match when they turned on Mox. Uh, AW. You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I was too busy trying to recall names then in advance. Um, And we said, they make it look really easy. Yeah. And then I was like, I can understand sometimes from Vince's point of view, when why he doesn't like matches like this because they do make it look so effortless so fucking effortless so i get that that there's a there's a point where maybe there is something to be said for dialing that back a little bit and and having a bit more of deliberation in what you do and a bit bit slower and and that i get it i like personally quite like the fast stuff i prefer it but i get it i understand because i I like the mix because there's there's a mix of things it's like i think osprey is a really good um uh kind of example of that is like osprey does loads of great stuff but he does something every match that i hate where he he do, where he does these kicks to the face. Oh yeah. And he holds the head and he kicks them in the in the face three times and it looks like he's not kicking them. <coughs> it's like man, you, your finisher is like a spinning net breaker when you've got him on your shoulder and you're doing these three kicks to the face that look crap. Mm. Like just don't just don't do that one move. And then to me, like you've got a perfect thing and and it's the same because I think um, somebody else did it as well. Where they were holding him and doing the kicks to the face, it might have been Champer or something, but they looked harsher, mm. but not harsh enough to make that spot worthwhile. So, yeah, th- when you when you said that, it's like, oh, maybe Vince doesn't like that. I was like, well, yeah, because it does look so effortless and so easy. Every, everything looks weightless. Like, there's no real because it happens so quick. There's no weight behind anything. Any of the hits and the kicks, they yeah. don't look like they hurt. Yeah, it looks more like a dance. And yeah. I, like I said, I like it because I like the more fast-moving stuff. 
However, my point was going to be, then you can go completely the other way to the point where someone who's like a larger bloke, it looks, or a larger woman, it can look really bad because if you do everything really slowly and really deliberately to emphasise your size and the fact that you're a giant, it makes you look really fucking lazy, like you can't be arsed. We've said so many times about Nia Jax looks so like she can't be arsed, but that will be what she's being told to do. Because you're like do these big deliberate slow moves because you're the muscle in there. Yeah. You know they they they're like little rats around you, but it it just looks so like they don't want to be there to me. Yeah. Like they just can't be asked even raising a finger to do yeah. any work. So there's got to be a middle ground. Like I think that whole like big guys and big girls kind of like bumbling about and acting like they literally are the jolly green giant in there when they're not that fucking big there's got to be a move on let's move on from that and just meet in the middle somewhere yeah definitely because like keith lee is another one they sent keith lee back to the performance center Mm. because he was going too quick yeah and he had to learn to be like a big man it's like but the whole thing that got keith lee to wwe was because he was a big dude who can fucking fly. I know, I know. It's, and it's like, why are you not trying to utilise? It's the whole thing of like, WWE has a set style. And Triple H has said it many times in interviews, where like, people in the indies come here and they have to learn our style. It's like, okay, I understand you've got a way that you do things. And I understand that you've got a way of presenting a wrestling match on TV. Mm-hmm. And you can argue that it's the best way because it is not the Gargano way. <laughs> I'm really messing. But the um, I do like that way T-shirt actually, but I'd never buy it. Um, just as a side note. As a side note, that I'm just going to continue. Okay. I really don't think I'm going to ever buy another wrestler's top again. I said this you said to that, you, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. You're just going to get like brands. Brand, that, like yeah. AEW top or, you know, if I get back into WWE, maybe a WWE top. Yeah. Which they don't do a lot of, actually. I, I, but I do quite like the WrestleMania merch when it comes out. Yeah, me too. But I just, whenever I do buy a wrestler's top, I get rid of it after about 12 months. I just don't want to wear it anymore. Oh, it's those 12 months, though. But especially <laughs> if that person's mo- moved on or yeah. they're, they're, they're not on there anymore or they fucking disgrace themselves in some manner. Whereas yeah. the company, yeah, it can disgrace itself, but that's highly unlikely. It's more unlikely. Yeah. But it's not like just about in case, you know, someone turns out to be a fucking paedophile and I'm wearing their top. It's it's more like, I just I just don't go off them. I really go off them so fast, whereas I never go off the, just the, the branded brand. ones. I think it's a, it's a really good point, that, because I, I've bought a few T-shirts recently. Um, so I've got, like, an Austin 316 one, because I've never owned an Austin 316 top, even though last week on the podcast we, we basically ran, him, him, ran him down. Cotton Hill. Um, but, the, but, you know, I still bought that. I've got a Cactus Jack top, the Cactus Jack top, because I've never owned that and I've always wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got that. I've got a Good Brothers top, which I'm wearing now, but it's from... Pro wrestling tees, so mm-hmm. it's theirs. It's not impacts. Um, I got a, ki- a, a, a king switch top, the Jay White Bullet Club one, but the old one, uh, not the new. This is my era stuff still. Um, and what else did I get? I've got quite a few recently, haven't I? Yeah, you like, got a few. Um, you got a few. I got the Mox uh, Omega Barbed Wire match one before the match <laughs> even happened, which was oh, so tough. But I still like the top. I still Top's think great. it's good. But, um, but I think the, th- the difference between you and I is 
but when you're a fan of a wrestler you are an actual you do really like them whereas i'm always still a bit meh yeah i'm ne- I never go all in on anyone really no. maybe becky lynch but i didn't even much like where i had two of her tops and i didn't really like wearing them because they were crap they weren't very they good. were shit they were yeah. absolute crap they don't put the time in no and you're not gonna buy a top that says the man on it like, i'm not i'm just not no. I, I don't i just don't want and you're it. certainly not gonna buy a top that says the mom on it no and, and the whole like bailey stuff i was like yeah. i don't want to wear a top that says i'm a hugger yeah 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 you know what it I mean? sends out the wrong message i just, I just don't know i i just don't yeah i just go off but yeah. that aw hoodie that you bought my yeah, eye, the thin my eye is yeah. on that. Well, you can. You can I might just buy myself on. one because no, I feel like I'm going to wear yours so much. Because well, if you bought like the other one, because there's another, there's another one, there's the same top but just slightly different colours. Right. But it's like you know, it, it takes it's a month. Cool. Yeah, it's just uh, it's gold. Whereas mine's like just grey in it, and oh, right. but like it's got the golden e and the the hood's gold. And is yours not like that? No, I don't think so. Unless I got that one and I didn't get the plain one. I think you've got the gold. Who knows? Um, And I'm wearing your New Japan hoodie right now. Yeah, why not? Why not? Anyway. Yeah, but I have started getting that way with Mm. stuff. I've bought like the odd thing for people who I've liked for a long time. Yeah. Like that's what that's the kind of thing the way I'm going now. Um so cuz I remember like the Johnny Wrestling top and loving that red one with the bomb on it and and I think it was great. That did I get rid of that? We sell that. Yes, think we sell that. Um, but but I would have I would have kept that and like the original NXT Kevin Owens top mm-hmm. I will never get rid of that, um, you know and things like that and like Shinsuke you know I'm, I'm sad I don't have a Shinsuke top anymore and it's it's those kind of things like people that I will always support unless something you know yeah mad comes out but there's been a loads of t-shirts that have come out that I would have bought it you know back in the day like a Fiend top. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll kind of wait and see, and now that's gone a bit shit. So I would never wear a fiend top now. Um, you know, there's there's all sorts of stuff yeah. that has kind of come and gone. And I thought, God, that's quite a good top. And I've just not bothered, but no. which is fair enough. But yeah, I've, I've got more like that. I'd rather wear an NXT top than a Johnny Gargano top. I'd rather wear an AEW hoodie than a Kelly Omega the, the logos, you know, as, as well, like logos evolve and they change and like the retro ones. Yeah, I wish I had an ECF in W top. That's what I mean. I, I think sometimes like they're the ones that you really hanker after, you know, when years go by. Yeah. Like the old like WWF logos and, you know, even the WCW logo is cool. Like it's a cool logo. Yeah. You know, it's there's just, I don't know, I just think there's something about like the branding of... So, I mean, I don't like the branding of some companies, don't get me wrong. No, but... Impact looks a bit crap, doesn't it? I don't really know. I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> the old TNA logo was great. I liked that. Um, anyway, we need, we've, we've, what, got, we've, we've drifted. Got, we've we've drifted, drifted, we've drifted big time. We always drift, though, don't we? Drift, drift. Um, so, yeah, Gagano won that. Um, Johnny Gargano. Oh, wait, can we talk about that yet? Go for it. You can go for it. <sighs> okay. So, this, this is going into my room 101. At... Not this particular... I'm not this... Right, okay. Wade Barrett. You t- talk about him and then we'll do the Room 101. Are later. you going to read your almanac while I talk? I'm just having a little nose. That's in. really rude. But I'm still listening to you. You're not listening. Little... You're reading listening. your bloody almanac. Literally, I, I went to talk then and you picked up a book. <laughs> I was just having a little nose. He was... Oh, Christ. Here we Full go. Full attention. Um, right. Wade Barrett sounds like... If when an American does an impression of an English person, I've decided, Johnny Gargano. 
<laughs> That's what Americans sound like when they try and be British. Yeah. Oh, let's go and have some tea and, oh, let's go to the wrestling and watch some people get wrestled. It's like this guy is from <laughs> Preston. Like he's from Preston. Like what is that accent? What is he do? What is he? What? And, and right. I'm, I'm sorry, deliberate. Isn't it? Yes, I'm going to touch on me room 101 here because it ties in. The British people, or whatever fucking place that Scotland, Wales, Ireland, whatever, they all have their fucking accents beating the shit out of. Yeah. They end up with this weird WWE accent that doesn't sound like fucking anything you've ever heard of in your life. Wade Barrett's accent. Gargano! Like, who speaks like that? Who speaks like that? Can you just be, again, be normal? Just be normal. Stop doing this odd, like you're a a fucking, in a film, in like, you're like the bit of muscle in a film, in an old movie. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just fucking really, really pisses me off. And and it the more he was talking, and the more I, I honed in on it, the more it just pissed me off. Yeah, there was there was quite a few times he was like, um, it just sounded odd, didn't it? It just sounded really odd. He's like, oh. <laughs> and when uh, I, I, my my favourite kind of interaction from the commentary team from this whole two nights was from night one, and um. The it was like Volta was making his entrance, and for some reason Beth Phoenix was going on about Smasher Champa, like a papa bear. Ew. And I know she's kind of bringing it back to something she knows because she is a mother and all that kind of Gross. stuff. But she's like, "Have you ever met like a mama bear or a papa bear?" That's you know, disgusting. it's like, and t- basically saying that Tommaso Champa is going to be better because he's a father, and it's like. And, and then, and, but Wade Barrett would just went. I tend to stay away from those kinds of people, <laughs> which I thought was dead funny. Um, but but it's, but then she doubled down and it was like she, he's gonna rip, Champa's gonna rip Volta to shreds. It's like me. just because he's Mate, a father, like shut up, I know, shut up. I feel like they give so her basic. so much crap. She so gets, basic. she gets, the, and obviously your thing. With oh her my well. god, she sound. And I'm sorry, I know I'm shouting, so I'm literally doing what annoys me about. Oh, hang on, I've got messed up there. But what pisses me off about Beth Phoenix is she's constantly shouting. She shouts everything she says. She sounds like she's delivering the traffic report from a helicopter. At all times. Which was a great line. It's I true. So hard it's so that. true though, isn't it? It's like, why yeah. are you shouting? And it's like, Barrett will say something, whoever the guy in the middle will say something. And he, he'll shout, the guy in the middle like shouts when it, it's like, one, two, oh, kick out. It's like Wade Barrett says, because Wade Barrett would feed to her quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, you know, it looks like he's really ready for it, Beth. Yes, Wade, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> she just made me think of like Challenge Annika from yeah, the nineties yeah. when she was constantly running and shouting over her shoulder to some poor cameraman who couldn't keep up. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. It's like Beth, I got it when she was working remotely. Yeah, because you don't know how loud you're being at home on your own computer, the levels. But she's there now. Yeah, absolutely. dial it down, pack it in, stop being weird, just be normal, just be normal. And I've got a controversial question for you. Okay. Who the fuck's that guy in the middle? He's done NXT UK before. He got sacked and then was brought back. I think he's called Vic Joseph, I think. 
but he's crap. And I, and I well, he's not crap. It's it's tough really because the, 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 to me, the, there's a big hole that's that's hasn't been filled since Mara Ronello left, mm. and he was a big part of that show to me. Yeah, he was. As far as like you know, legitimacy and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, do I think this Vic Joseph guy is doing a bad job? No, I don't at all. But Mara Ronello was just the best. I think he's the best wrestling commentator I've ever heard. If you're right, though, yeah. you know, you you really hit the nail on the head with that. He was such a huge part of NXT. Yeah. You know, he had he his own chance. Yeah. He had, like, he, he was very passionate about, like, he, he knew his stuff. Yeah. He was great. He was just great. And it is a shame. And it's, you know, it's WWE's loss. And it's their own fucking stupidity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, but yeah, that that is true. But, I mean, this guy in the middle must be all right because I don't even notice him. So he doesn't yeah, annoy he's, me. No, he just he's, he's, sounds, he's, just a white noise. Yeah. But to me, he was he was the guy who was going on about like the the what was it the Geico Halloween thing? Oh right, yeah, that annoyed you. Uh, and he was just he was just talking the last time I watched an NXT, mm. and he was just talking about fucking this Geico shit. I was like, oh my god. Because <sighs> like when AEW did it, like with the Godzilla thing, they were like, oh, a bit of corporate synergy. Like they were taking the piss out of it a bit, mm-hmm. but but still advertising the film. And it's like that's the way to do it. Don't yeah. you know? And, and saying the same advert like fucking on the hour every you know on the on the ten minutes. It's oh. Like, oh Jesus! Anyway, anyway, let's let's finish this this show off. Um. So next we had the NXT Championship match, which surprised me because it's like okay, NXT Championship match now. It's like what about Colin O'Reilly? It's like, oh, is that going to be the main event? And then, obviously, in the sizzle reel to the main event, it's like, in the co-main event of TakeOver, like William Regal's like saying it's the co-main event. Don't, he's another fucking one who's yeah, tempered yeah. his accent back, that cunt as well. Blackpool, my ass. He's got his WWE English accent, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. He's been doing it for the last 20-odd years, though. So, Whereas Barrett had a break and then came back with it. Um, <laughs> fucking prick. Fucking prick. Oh, that's funny. Um, that tickled me big time. That what me saying? Fucking prick. Fucking <laughs> prick. Um, cut, cut to me getting a job at WWE in like twelve months time. I'm like, hello everybody and welcome to WWE. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so frightfully wonderful to be here. <laughs> tea, that, tea and scones. Tea and scones. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. That's the female equivalent. Yeah. Fucking Barrett. Anyway, I do like. I like him. Yeah. That's why I feel mean. It's just I did the think beat bad, is bad abs- news was great. Go on. No. Do it. No, I'm not doing it. Why? Because I'm not. Because I've not done it in years, and I, and I don't want to show myself up. But, you used um, to do it great. I'm I did. Afraid I've got some bad news. I did. That's dis- very disappointing. Though. Oh, well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> I did a Howard Finkel impression for you on on the WrestleMania recap one, yeah, which did. I was in, which popped myself when I when, <laughs> when I heard that back. <laughs> We just listened to a random bit of it just to just to. You know, I was like, skip through it's it like, then. oh shit! So like, that, that, that were all right. Just put a bit of a lisp on, you're fine. Just shout and put a bit of a lisp on. Howard Finkel. Um, yeah, so we got NXT Championship match, Karrion Cross with Scarlett, who's got her own language apparently. <laughs> uh, defeats Finn Balor. Now I quite enjoyed this. You did. And. Maybe again, it's the Volta thing where it's uh, it's your own biases coming into mm. it. Um, because I was looking at Balor and was like, "This is the best version of him they've done." You know, he is the leader of the Bullet Club, Balor, it's Fergal Devitt, whatever Prince Devitt. 
he's the prince. There's none of this smiling shit that he was doing on Raw and SmackDown or wherever he was on. Um, I like, I like that he's you know for me, he's not. And I know people say about the tweeners and they hate the fact that they don't like anti-heroes and that kind of shit. But to me, they're the most interesting characters. It, they don't want to be cheered. They don't want to, you know, they don't... Mm-hmm. They, but they're not doing anything to be a proper heel. Yeah. But, like, you know, Karrion Cross has always been, like, a heel from what we've seen so far. And, again, not watched the show for ages, so don't know who was supposed to be a heel or who was supposed to be a face mm. in this match. But Balor was cheating. And I was like, this is great. Like, he's a smaller fighter. Obviously, he's going to cheat. And Karrion Cross, I thought, did reasonably well. Um... I don't know where the fuck Bala goes from there. And I was I, 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 now now I think it's a bit silly to say, but in the lead up when we were watching, I was like, I'm getting retirement vibes from this. Yeah, you did. You 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 yeah. had you had that feeling before the match even started. Yeah, just from the way the video package went. Yeah, I was like, I think because there's no there was no way that Karrion Cross wasn't winning that belt mm. because they hammered it home to you again. Another thing that WWE can't help themselves doing. You know they build somebody up too much to the point where you they try and like shock you when they lose. Yeah. And he's like Finn Balor's never lost a belt at a takeover. It's like well that might be the case, but you just telling me that now makes me think he's going to lose it. Now. I know, I know. They can't. They they can't give. You and this anything. is the annoying thing, right? If we're going to go back on that rating shit, and we're going to do a U turn mm. and, and and pretend like it matters, if the average age of person watching is fifty. Yeah. Or in their late forties, early fifties. Who are you repeating this for? Because this astounds me—the fact that they've been a kids' show for so long. I know NXT hasn't, but even Raw and stuff, their average view is like fifty. Mm-hmm. So who are they? Who are they playing to? Who are these fifty-year-olds that are just like still kids <laughs> and love loving all this shit? You know. But anyway, whatever, whatever. But. Yeah, I got really strong retirement vibes coming out of it, but I don't, but now now I think it was a bit stupid because they've advertised him for Tuesday. Yeah. You know, they've got his picture, which I thought was mental. Like, did you see like the graphic for Tuesday? No. So they had like so I think it was at the end of night one, or or er, no, it was early on in night two. Um, and obviously they didn't change the graphic well enough. Right. So you've got four people on one side, four people on the other. Finn Balor's front and centre on the left with the belt. Io, Io Shirai's front and centre on the right without the belt. Gonzalez is like in the back with the belt. You okay. know, and Karrion Cross is like in the back without the belt, obviously because of the thing. But yeah. now those two champions, you would have think they would have brought her forward and had the champions in front. Yeah. Because MSK had just won the belts. They were far in the back. It was just like, God, you've literally, you've, you've put this together in about 10 minutes, you fucking idiots. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I do like this, I do like the Prince. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a much more interesting character than when he was on Raw. Yeah. Arguably, he does not need the demon anymore. But, I thought the interesting thing is when we were just having a crack through YouTube, what do they put up on, on YouTube promoting WrestleMania today? Balor against Lashley. Lashley's in your main event of night one, potentially, or first on. You know, I think they've said it's main event now, haven't they, of night one of WrestleMania is McIntyre Lashley. I thought it was Sasha and Bianca Belair. When I was watching that Raw, I'm sure they said in the main event of night one. Oh. 
But they normally say, sometimes they say, I don't like yeah. Shin, Shinsuke AJ Styles. Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble and needed and was a, promised a main event. And they were in the middle of the card, but they mm. called it a main event. Main event of the first three hours. You know, it's, it's like well fucking... now now we've got co-main events going on. Oh. Then you, everything's a fucking main event, isn't it? <clears throat> well, that's the thing. It's like fucking um, WCW when they had to bring that Kiss character in, and they signed a contract with him that he'd be in twelve main events. So they threw him on first after a week because it was shit and called it the main event. Oh my god, that sucks so much. Do you know what? They're going to do that, aren't they, at Mania? They're going to they're going to say that here's your first main event. Yeah, here's the second main co- event. Co-main yeah. event. Fuck's sake. Co-main event. I don't mind. I do because it's well, not. Co co main event's like a UFC thing, it's a boxing thing. Your co main event of the evening is the one that, that's second to last, it's the second most important mm-hmm. match. But they won't even say co main event, they'll say main event. They'll say the first main event, and here's the second main event. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the, the fucking main event is the one that goes on last. Exactly. The co main event is supposed to be the second best match on the yeah. card. Anyway, anyway, what did you think of this? Asked or not? Um, I don't like Carrion Cross. I don't either. You've got a you've got a good name for him. Haven't yeah, you? I know. Well, I've said it before, but he's the love train bouncer. He's just the love train bouncer at the Ritz. He just looks like a meathead. A meathead yeah. with an earring, you know, like he just stands outside with his fucking with his fucking walkie-talkie, thinking he's police. <laughs> you know, and all he does is just kick out pissed women and shag some of them. You know, I just think that's where he's picked Scarlet from. Yeah, love train. She looked mental. Like when she started speaking in tongues at him when, when he was in a submission hold, I was like, what's she saying? And I was like, so fucking mismatched, those two. And I don't know why I was squinting to kind of hear what she was saying, because, you know, you don't hear through your eyes. But I was like squinting at the TV going, what the fuck's she saying? And she's like, <laughs> and then Karrion Cross is like, powers out of this, like, submission move. I was like, fair enough. I just, I don't. The, the, the magic side, you know, I'm, I, by all accounts, they're a couple in real life. Yeah, I think they are. Which yeah. is, makes sense. However, them two together, it's chalk and cheese. Yeah. He's just a classic meathead wrestler. Yeah. She's magic. Yeah. Together it's. <laughs> together, together it's what? Together it's the Firefly Fun House. <laughs> I just don't. Um, it's it's like, like that Osmond song. It's like, he's a little bit muscly. No, she's a little bit magic. He's a he's little, a little bit. bit scumbag <laughs> he's know. a little bit of a shit but yeah it's just it's just fucking I don't know it's just really mismatched he's just like the wrong person to be with her I think with that character he just doesn't <sighs> fit I mean to start with it did because he didn't say anything and she did all the talking and then they do this like again the the lead up to the match and the, all these videos were great like I enjoyed watching the lead ups to every one of them yeah because uh, they, they like they I feel like they've stepped it up like the NXT like Video packages, yeah, they're pretty crazy. Are really great. I like that fake rain and stuff for the get for the. <laughs> so I was like, I, I was like, it looks mad, but it, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, shit, this is like a big deal. And the whole thing with like the Kerrion Cross one is, it was, he was, they were talking about his training and what in what he was doing to train for Balor, and he knows he's a smaller guy, so he's you've got to have the cardio. It's like Kerrion Cross is coming across like this normal guy, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so Finn Balor, um, yeah, great competitor. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna work on my cardio. And he's like, cuts to a video of me swinging that fucking bat round his head. He's like, yeah, gotta train hard. You know, it's really good. But TikTok, Finn, TikTok, I'm gonna come and take your belt. And it cuts to fucking Scarlett. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's 
she's got like spikes coming out of her head. So it's like... bizarre. It's just beyond bizarre. Wait there, like, we need to the back. What the fuck's going on? We need to back up a minute. Okay. Did you say that when she was speaking in tongues, he powered out of some? So she gave him magic to power out. Is that what you're telling me? Well, they didn't say that specifically on commentary, and I and I don't know if she was speaking in tongues. Because <laughs> what do you imagine she was? I, 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 she was just trying. She's she got a really shit. thick accent. She's, oh, she's saying, "Come on, Carrion, come on, <laughs> come on, love, come on, sweetheart, fucking hell." <laughs> We're there. She's talking in fucking tongues. Well, she comes out and she does the the what is it? Uh, Hope and pray, or you know, the song, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song that she sings apparently is entrance theme. She sings it, and it's actually her voice, which is fair enough. Um, but I'm, I I swear to you, she was talking songs at him. <laughs> and, and, and then he but he magic powered out of something. Well, he, well, he just kind of it kind of powered him up, and he Fuck and, off. And I was like, what Fuck the fuck's going on here? Off. But like he's doing this this interview where he's like, yeah, I think it's gonna be a yeah, good that's match. That's what I mean. It's and then bizarre. it just it just cuts to her and she's got like a smashed hourglass, like she's <laughs> pouring all over the ring. It's like love, people, people have got to do, got to wrestle in that next. Oh my, he's, Scarlet, he's, he's Scarlet, sold oh, summer. He's off. sold summer to a sea oh, witch. Fuck. I know. She's she's run off. Scarlet, Scarlet, she's gone. I'm sorry. Scarlet, Scarlet, get away from the road. And she's like, get us <laughs> just shouting at cars with these spikes coming out of her head. Fucking like, bizarre. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange mashup. It's, it's like it, mash-up. them two, like that whole sequence that you just did, sounds like if you were to make a fake fly on the wall documentary about wrestling and he's talking to camera. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, <laughs> but it's but it's tr- it's true though, and it? it's like the, if you were to get somebody into wrestling and they'd never seen it before they're not the first two people that you want to no, walk out of, no, of the back. Not. Out absolutely of the fucking not. locker room. Yeah. You know, like, inverted oh, commas. Stop. Inverted commas, guys. Um, <laughs> they're not, though. They're, like, the last people that you have to explain to someone. No, they're not the last. Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss are the fucking last. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, Alexa, but, the, but the second to last. Second to but, but, yeah, it's like, how the fuck do you even go there? It's like, some someone's like, well, he looks like a normal man. Who's that fucking mad bitch of him? Well, that's his magic wife. <laughs> Who's that mad bitch? <laughs> Who's that mad bitch? <laughs> Scarlet. It's like he's doing this interview. The camera just pans and she's just playing with a broken like hourglass. She's levitating in the corner of the room at the ceiling. It's like, come down. <laughs> <laughs> just cuts to him, he's got a broom like trying to get her off the ceiling. It okay, happens all the time, guys. It happens all the time. Scarlet, no, just hot, just grab onto the grab onto the brushes. Grab onto the brushes. Okay, we got you. We got you. <laughs> it's just like fucking nuts, like running around the side of the ring, like <laughs> he's like got a, like it goes for a collar and elbow tie up, and she's like, "Let's get out of the It's like Jesus. Father's <laughs> like, sort your fucking wife out. <laughs> but I, I had images for some reason during this match of like Bala's wife coming out. Oh. And just doing a bit because obviously she might as well. She might at this point. It's <laughs> fucking <laughs> well, babe. Well. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She comes out. She starts headbutting her. Oh, oh god! Okay, I just, anyway. I, I don't. Oh, individual funny. elements, absolutely fine. Them two together, it, I don't understand what's happening. I, I don't know what world I'm in. Yeah, it's like I've got one foot on yeah, yeah. different dimensions, yeah. and 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 that might sound quite cool, but it isn't. It's just not cool. It's just bizarre. I think all you need to do to make it work is not have him talk. Yeah. She does all the promos, and she stops with the with the talking in a different language type thing. Yeah, empowering him up. Yeah. Stop conjuring some sort of demon in him. 
<laughs> I don't know. Because I've not seen it. Because I hate his TikTok thing. I think it's crap. It's shit. He's it? just like, TikTok. And that's all he would say. But then now he's like, he is talking a bit more, apparently, according to this, like, this is a real thing. Yeah. The TikTok thing is crap. Like, it's really bad. And the, the hourglass thing doesn't work for me, personally. I, I was surprised he actually won it back because... Vince needs that. He needs him and her on TV because mm. nobody cares about Lana anymore because she's not with Rusev. You know, you know, nobody cares about most of the women that are on that show. So it, them two coming out, I mean, he would dial it up to a million. Can you imagine like the fiend against Kerry and Cross and Alexa and Scarlett? Oh, he'd love that. Oh, Vince would love that. Why? The the reason why he's not done it is because he's there's something going on that he can't at this point. So Balor losing the belt to him was surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like, you know, you saw him getting... I mean, again, the finish was a bit mad, like the constant punches, and then it was just a punch to the back of the head. Um, I think they were trying to recreate the Volta Champa kind of finish. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Karrion Cross isn't known for a forearm to the back, whereas Volta's chop is like a thing of... You know, a gifable thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. every time we've seen Volta in a match with somebody, the other guy's chest is a fucking mess every single time. So, do we call him Volta or is he Walter? Well, he was Volta on Progress. Okay, I'll stick with Volta then. Because like, I don't know if I was being a dick. Well, well the, the NXT people calling him Walter because they, you know, I'm sure it's I'm sure W's are pronounced as V's, aren't they, in, in German? But that's what they said at Progress. It was Walter, not Walter. I just didn't want to be like Chorizo, you know. Chorizo. <laughs> Chorizo. Can, can <laughs> yeah. I didn't yes. want to be that dick. Yeah, well, well, I, I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I don't care about Karrion Cross at all. I'm interested to see what Balor does now. Like, is he going to go back up? Is he going to stay there? He's been advertised for Tuesday. I think that just takes the magic out of any guessing, doesn't it? If he's advertised for Tuesday. Well, if he turns up at Mania, then maybe I'll maybe I'll be happy. I don't think maybe so. I think he's done with that main roster. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would be. Yeah. Like he's been up there and he's been given. He he got he was elevated to the top. Absolutely. Like very quickly, yeah. and as he should have been because yeah. he was the biggest thing that they had. Yep. Yeah. And he's done it. Like, why would you ever want to go- step back into that world again? Like, what do you want? You've, you've done it all. Yeah. You've, you've been in probably every possible tag team scenario you could end up being on the main roster. You've had the, you've had like the universal title. He's the first universal champion. Do you know what I mean? I just don't think he's got anything. And then going back to NXT, when it's got, when it goes on telly to grow that yeah, brand yeah. and, He's done. He's he's done. Yeah. And if he wants to stay in NXT for a bit, fair dues. But I, I honestly think he's, I think he's completed WWE. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but if Karrion Cross was the boss fight, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know they they, they want to strap the rocket ship to him, don't they? So Karrion Cross won't be there in six months. Do you think? That, that's my prediction. Karrion Cross will be on the main roster yeah. in six months. Without a I doubt. Thought you meant he just weren't going to be there no, anymore. No. He's just—he's over. No. It's like Jesus Christ. No, he's, he's exactly the guy they want, and they'll fuck him up. And it, that's why I don't want any of these people to go up. No. Because they'll fuck him up, and and they only seem to be taking people who are like mid carders on NXT now. So like, obviously, 
Keith Lee was the last one mm-hmm. that they took who was like the double champ. What have they done with him? Jack shit. You know, Riddle was North American champion, I think. And mm-hmm. look what they're doing to him. So why would you? If you're Adam Cole or you're Finn Balor or you're Karrion Cross or you're Gargano or Champa, why would you bother? No, I know. Because you're going to be doing, in a, in a few months' time, you're going to be doing takeovers into, into arenas. So it's the same thing. But mm. the crowd are appreciative of what you're doing. Whereas when you're on a Raw and you're getting squashed by Roman Reigns because he needs a hard man. Like Volta, imagine Volta on Raw. You know, they, they turn him into a fucking one of the... They'll, they'll ascension him. It's like, oh, he's this big guy and he beats a few people with his chop. Then he runs into Roman Reigns and gets speared and pinned. And then, then what are they doing with him? They'll put a fucking toupee on him and, and start making him dance around the ring. Like the Imperium will just be there, like as a dance act, with dancing with the New Day. I think Vince would forget the fact that he was German, and I think Volta would come out wearing like a Cossack hat and be Russian. Oh, I think Vince would just be like, "I think you're a Russian." I just don't. Volkov think... too. <laughs> I do. I think you I think can, you I could can sing see... the Russian national anthem. I can see Volta in a Cossack hat on the main roster. Oh please, no. No, I can't. I can't even find that funny right now. I know, I'm sorry. No, you don't have to apologise, but it is hilarious. But I just... I'm so done with them, I can't... Do you know what would be the funniest thing that they did with Volta? That would be so left field if he came out as like a a Canadian Mountie? (laughs) I'm the Mountie! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's he's singing that again. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's raw, raw retro... Falters the mountain, yes I am. I just think it would be so It's funny. like, oh Jesus Christ, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go. It all history just repeats, baby. It does, unfortunately. But yeah, so finally, we get to the main event. They do the sizzle reel, it's great. Apart from Regal saying um, in the co-main event of TakeOver, it's going to be O'Reilly against Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. I really didn't like this. Yeah, you weren't a fan at all, were you? No. Why were you... Hang on a minute. That's... I I would say that's quite strong. I would have thought you... I thought you just were a bit like, it's good, but it's not as good as as it should have been. But you actually didn't like it. No, because I thought, like, a lot of what they were doing... So I said to... Like, during... When we were watching it, I said two things to you that I still think is true in my own head. And again, people can disagree. People do disagree, because the highest thing in the poll was night two. So people preferred night two. Yeah. But you've got... Night night one is a two-hour show because it's on USA. Night two is a three-and-a-half-hour show because it's on Peacock, it's on the network, and they can pretty much do what they want. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the the tightness of night one was because they were given... They had, they had time cues to hit. Now, this went far too long it was over no, 40 so it was over 40 minutes and i've watched 40 minute matches recently i watched uh, offspray against abushi which was 39 minutes mm-hmm. which flew by absolutely flew by offspray against shingo 40 minutes flew by cuz i was enjoying what i was watching i think this was they were doing a lot of stuff to each other that was harsh and stiff which again, you know, is great at certain mm. times, but they weren't doing a lot of stuff that was like good to watch. 
Like right, there, was, yeah. there was a lot. There was a lot of kind of stuff that was going on where it'd be like five minutes in between each spot. And it's and you're fair. And I'm not. I'm not saying it was bad. It definitely mm. wasn't bad. But you know, you just seen like Balor and Karrion Cross have a reasonable match in a smaller time, and then these two come on, and they don't do anything that is particularly groundbreaking. I think the bit where they went through the stage was the only thing I can kind of remember mm. as being like a standout moment. So they went through the stage, and then Cole super kicked the side of the stage and cracked it and dragged him out of the hole. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was great. But all the stuff with a chain, like you know, you try. So I think a good example of it is there was a spot where O'Reilly gets the chain and he wraps the chain. So for some reason they link it to the side of the ring, and then O'Reilly gets the chain and he wraps it round his boot. And he starts kicking Cole in the face. That This was the spot. That's like the Osprey kicks. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's kicking it in the face, but the chain comes loose. So the chain falls off. But it was essential to the next spot. So O'Reilly gets back down, wraps his leg up again, and goes for a final kick. And then Cole kind of trips him up and then uses it as like a submission type thing. And I know O'Reilly's like a submission wrestler. I'm not a massive fan of submission wrestling. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. has completely changed not completely changed his style but in New Japan he's not doing solely submission and it works a lot better mm-hmm. with New Japan because that is all about the in-ring quality rather than the personas because if it was about the personas you wouldn't have um, fucking uh, what's his name Tan I, I don't want to balls up his name but the guy who doesn't sing when he comes out <laughs> like Christ it does me does me fucking tits in but you know so they obviously don't care about the character side of things it's the in-ring quality mm-hmm. so there was a lot of spots in this match where I was like you know the, the, that was a needless thing and with the commentary because they're so they're so WWE mm. everything just seems uncool so like the rapid, you know, he's got this chain and he's trying, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to rip his head off with his chain." <laughs> it's like, and he's and literally all Cole's doing, he's put it round his forehead and he's like pulling it a little bit. And don't get me started is what they were they were going on about when they went through the stage, but it was far too long. It was just yeah, forty minutes. It um, was. It felt a lot longer than 40 minutes. Yeah, it did feel a lot Because you even said at one point, which I honestly thought was the 40-minute mark, you said, this is going to go an hour. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, we've had about 40 minutes and I don't think it's going to finish anytime soon. I honestly thought... Yeah, that, that was probably about 25 minutes. Th- that's so wild yeah. to me because I felt like we were watching it forever. Yeah. It was mental. Yeah, absolutely. It went on for fucking ages. And I, I was just like... And this is the thing, like, so they've done this unsanctioned match now. O'Reilly's won. What do you do from here? Like, what's the next stage? And this is the thing that I think NXT's kind of suffering from a little bit at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's because people aren't going up. They're staying there. And which is why I think it's going to be stale for me. I mean, I will start watching it on Tuesdays. Like, I really do want to watch NXT Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. AEW Wednesdays. Uh, and obviously for us it's Wednesday, Thursday because it's like the day after. But I do really want to start watching NXT because there's a load of people in it that I think are really good. Yeah. I really like Io Shirai. Like, and I've seen, we've seen a wrestle before mm-hmm. and it's just not really clicked. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, she's done like a stage dive and da-da-da and all this kind of stuff. But 
watching her against, and you know, is it Raquel, it's Raquel, yeah. It? yeah, maybe it's her as well, like she, you know, because I've not seen her wrestle that much. Um, people talk about the Raquel and um, uh, what's her face, the one that I can't stand, Shot he's just face. a cocky little yeah. shit. Um, he was a face and asker, Rhea Ripley, screamer. Mm. Uh, apparently, those two had a great match. Yeah. So, so obviously, this Raquel is is really good as well. Um, but like you know, when I was watching this the Shirai match, everything that we say about like women's wrestling and all that kind of stuff was coming back to me. Mm. It was like do what the guys do, and she's springboarding and dive, stage diving and doing moon salts to the side and stuff like that. Whereas the other bigger wrestler is like dropping her out of the air and. I was like, fucking hell, she's great. Mm-hmm. And I remember then, you know, seeing a promo from like Yonks ago when she was like underwater. It's like, yeah, why, why haven't we been more into her? Like, why hasn't she made us watch it? But, you know. I think it's there. been the whole thing. Do you know what? It has been the plexiglass. Yeah. Which weren't as bad. I actually got through it without it annoying me. Yeah, well, the commentary team were annoying me more. Yeah, the fans, you know, they've got some real fans in there. It's not quite as, you know, you're not seeing a load of developmental putting themselves over and yeah. overreacting to, you know, it That's was a, there was a lot of things that went into it. That's why I'm excited for all the crowds to come back because then I think we'll yeah. have a real gauge of how we feel about NXT like a proper gauge on yeah, it. Because we came out of it not because of the wrestling, because of mad factors like that yeah definitely and the, the whole thing with the fake crowd as well is like Volta's coming out and he's getting booed and then the crowd are cheering for him like the actual crowd in the building are cheering for him and then they'll fake boo again mm. and it's that shit that I can't yeah, deal with it's shite. but they're going to carry that on if you think they're going to fucking stop that you're out of your mind oh, they are going to fake crowd the shit out of it because they used to do it for Smackdown mm-hmm. they used to fake crowd for Smackdown all the time which made that unwatchable yeah. So they're going to carry it on, even with crowds back. I guarantee at WrestleMania there's going to be some fake crowd. Oh, yeah. There's got to be, because there's, there's not enough people to fill a, make a stadium's worth of noise. It doesn't. To me, that doesn't matter, though. Like, it's still 25,000 people. I'm not saying they should, but I yeah. but they will. Oh, if they they'll, do And that, they'll get away with it, shit. because there's twenty. There's only 25,000 people in there. If that is how many people are there. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, who knows? They, they could be under underselling it to say, that, but actually, there's going to be more than twenty five thousand there. Maybe. We'll see. We will be able. We'll to never gauge. get a straight answer from no. them. So <laughs> they'll say dead on twenty five thousand is the attendance. Mm. They, they might not even say that. Um, but yeah, the the the, the Kyle O'Reilly and and Cole thing. I think if they had if they were on night one, and they had mm. to do that on sanction match, and they had like twenty minutes, it probably would have been match of the match of the week mm-hmm. but they had far too much time they were doing all sorts of mad shit like you know why Cole had a chair that had an undisputed era logo on it, it just didn't make any sense to me and I, I do think it's it's a tiredness thing I think Cole's been there for so long now Yeah, it's like it's his time to move on mm. but the problem is is he can't move on unless he goes up yeah but is Cole going to drop down? Because the thing is, you know, the, the, if it was me and I was doing the booking, is the feud for the next couple of months now is Cole and Bala. Yeah. Because they, they've both lost. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. And they've both got to try and re... Mm. And, they, and, they, and they can trade wins back and forth on, on NXT. And then at TakeOver, they can have a fucking cage match mm. or whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. But 
yeah, I don't know. It's, some of the things just weren't hitting. And like the finish, I didn't really like either because you could clearly see his head wasn't in. You know, it's all those things where if you're going to do something and it doesn't look good and we know it's not what's going on, then I wouldn't do it. Mm. So, like, O'Reilly's got, like, Cole's head in a chair, and he comes off it and, like, knees the chair, and it kind of snaps shut, but you know it's not snapping shut on his head. And yeah. it, it, look, it looks impressive from the camera angle that they've got it on, but then when they replay it from different angles, you can see that actually Cole's not been touched here. Yeah. Whereas a finish where he had him in a submission and he tapped out, or... Because, you know, they wanted to do the spot where he's getting stretched out. So they, had, so they had to do something impactful that obviously didn't mean that he was actually getting stretched out. So, I don't know. 40 minutes is probably... If, if I'm being honest, the only criticism is the amount of time. Well, funnily enough, I was while you were talking, I was just remembering the last time I felt like that. And it was... I'm, I'm not blaming this person, but it was Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. Do you remember when you fell asleep? And I said to you, it went on and on right. and on. And I bet it didn't. But it felt like it was such a slog. I really I struggled. You could find out. From the, the almanac. almanac. <laughs> you find out? Yeah, find out how long it was. I'd be really intrigued. Because it felt like forever. And that was the last time. And it's like, isn't that weird that it's... I mean, you know, I've never been a big fan of that guy because of that air guitar shit. You hate that air guitar I shit. I hate that air guitar hate shit. It. I mean, I know you're supposed to hate it. So I hate it in that respect. I don't hate him. No. I'm sure he's no, a very absolutely. nice man. I'm sure he is. And I, I do think he's a great wrestler. I think he's a fantastic wrestler. Um, but it's it's tough. It's tough to kind of... So that's TakeOver 30, Balor against Timothy Thatcher. Christ. Oh, it's great, this fucking thing. War games. Your almanac. Honestly, it is brilliant, isn't it? There's, uh, just flicking through it then, there's so many categories. Shit. Oh, it's awesome. What am I doing here now? It looks like... It looks like, you know, like before mobile phones were in in use, it, it kind of looks like something you'd have as a toilet read. You know, it just oh, sit yeah. on a shelf in your bathroom. Definitely. And you just pick it up every now and again when you're having a, a, a difficult poo, <laughs> if you will. I think, um, was it was it an NXT show? It wasn't a takeover. Well, we stayed up for it and you fell asleep. So I can't think why we would stay up for a normal NXT. Maybe we did, but I'm pretty sure it would have been a takeover. Yeah. But then again, didn't they do those like mad fucking? Shall I just Google when it was, babe? Yeah, you Google it. I'll and... Google when it was. So okay. I think it's um... Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle. Didn't they do it twice? In the first one, they like he broke his jaw or something, didn't he? In the Kyle first one. O'Reilly. Yeah, that might be the one I watched. NXT. Stand. Oh, not Stand and Deliver. I just watched that. See what like the time of it was, because it is the, the timing is a big thing, because the whole. Um, I think it was NXT Takeover Thirty One, October Twenty Twenty. I think. I think so. I think it was Takeover Thirty One. Thirty One. Yeah. It might have been. Was that January? No, I just said October. Oh, sorry. I should have found that then. I think so. Fucking almanac. God, this is such a boring part of the podcast, isn't it? If you just... ah, nah, people are people are hanging on the edge of the seats, <laughs> finding out what this time of this match was. Um, but yeah, I just I think the yeah here we go thirty one. I've got it. Twenty eight minutes, twenty eight seconds. Wow, that felt like forever. And that, but that got a four star rating, so that was the highest rated thing on the show, on according to this. 
I mean, it was a poor show. That's why you fell asleep. Yeah, it was pretty tough. Damien Priest beats Gargano. Kushida beats Vel- Velveteen Dream. Where's he gone, eh? It's probably to prison, hopefully. Um, Santos Escobar beats Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, Shirai beats Candice LeRae. Balor beats O'Reilly. But it's like, times of the show is like 18 minutes, 13 minutes, 15 minutes, 16 minutes, 28 minutes. Christ, no wonder it felt like a fucking lifetime. Yeah, because I think a WrestleMania match, like some of the WrestleMania matches, you know, going 30, 40 minutes, it's like, yeah, fair enough. But the, uh, oh Christ, as New Japan starts in 12 hours. Oh, good, good God. The road, <laughs> oh God, the road to Don, Don Taku. Oh, I don't know, but I'm fucking looking forward to that. Another Shingo Osprey main event. Holy shit! <coughs> um, but yeah, the, the long the long matches. I, 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 you know, it's tough because we we keep saying about the short attention span thing, mm-hmm. and like all oh, wrestling fans have got a short attention span because that's the narrative that WWE love to fucking tell you all, and it's not the case because we watch, you know, you've got Raw, NXT, AW. Mm-hmm. Impact and that and SmackDown for the week, and you've got New Japan if you want it, you've got ROH if you want it. You have so much shit that we can watch as wrestling fans. We don't have a short attention span. However, I do when it comes to like matches over thirty minutes. Like you've got to really tell me something for it to be over thirty minutes. Mm. So, like you've got the New Japan Cup. Every match is about 10-15 minutes long, unless it's a main event which goes about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. But they actually sell it me, like you know the the, the Osprey Shingo match, the end, the, the the final of the New J- New Japan Cup mm-hmm. was like, I'm sure it was like 35 minutes or something like that, and it was a great match, and I was totally into it from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, I did a check my phone, of course I did, when they're doing a rest hold. Did I check me? Did I check Twitter or whatever? Yeah, of course I did. But I'm into the match and I'm watching it. At no point in this this O'Reilly Cole main event was I into it and I and I watched it obviously the day after because I didn't want to stay up because uh, I didn't want to mess my fucking sleep cycle up which is the way we'll do this I'm not watching Wrestlemania on the night Mm-mm. I'm not watching it tomorrow because I'm working tomorrow and I don't want to even though I can stay up because we're off on Sunday I don't want to get up at like 3 in the afternoon there's, on there's Sunday. no way on this planet I'm going to stay up but what I'll tomorrow. do what I'll do though is I'll get up and I'll put it on straight away. Yeah. So I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to look at Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, in case anything gets ruined for me, I'm not going to. I'm just going to put it on. I'm going to watch it, and I'll do that on Monday as well. Like I'll just put it on, mm-hmm. and we'll just have it on while we're working. Um, but I'm not staying up for it because can't be asked because it's it's not going to be good enough. But who knows? Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. But I, I did as a whole. Even though there's things about the show that really annoy me and really piss me off, um, I, re- I did enjoy Stand and Deliver. I thought the presentation was really cool. I thought the school stage was really cool. Um, I've not seen Johnny Gargano being an arsehole and being a comedy character. So, you know, seeing him with a belt is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah? Do you think it's pulled you back in a bit? Uh, yes, I think it has. I don't think it's. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's like made me like really excited to see it, but it's made me go right. I think it's probably now's the time to start getting back into it. And I was the same as you. I hated the banging on the plexiglass. Hated the developmental talent putting themselves over, overreacting to moves, and all that shit. I hated the commentary team 
being remote, but like they were pretending they were there by having stand-ins. Oh, that was so, that was so stupid. I know, but these are the things, these were the reasons why we started to leave the brand completely. Yeah. And now it's like, right, okay, I can see a light at the the end of the tunnel now in terms of the crowds coming back, a little bit of normality, you know, the NXT crowds are always great. So I can see myself coming back, but I'm not, I don't know how much I'm going to be desperate to watch it every week maybe no. we'll put it on and just have it on in the background yeah but, yeah it's, it's gonna be because i'm not you know if there's a new japan to catch up on from the night before mm-hmm. i ain't putting nxt on well this I'm is it because the thing is i don't it. watch um aw elevate dark elevation <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called yeah i don't watch that i don't watch dark so yeah. it's I, I can't it's like would you know would i would I rather watch Elevation than NXT at the moment? Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't. I don't. I yeah. think one show a week for me is enough. Yeah, definitely. Like that is my fix. One show a week, and I'm absolutely cool with that. So that I can care. Yeah. Because then my care starts to just dissipate. The more you add to it, it's like, oh, who's that? Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell! Like I don't know who any of these people are. Whereas AEW, I'm I'm fairly comfortable with like who I'm watching and what their names are and why I should care about them and a bit of the backstory and what happened last. You know, the last big pay per view to that person. Where they, you know, that I kind of need to know all that to be into it. Yeah, absolutely. Or else they're just faceless. They're just faceless people doing the same moves that everybody else does. Like that's what wrestling yeah. is to me. I have to be a bit more emotionally invested in the characters or how like talented someone is on the mic for it to interest me. And that's a really good point. That's a really good point is like having to have that connection to the brand. Like you said mm. before about like, you know, buying the t-shirts of people yeah, and, and or just buying the t-shirts of a brand, you know, you're invested in the brand more. And at the moment it might piss people off, but AEW is better. Like the show is better. It, mm. It's just not a, th- you know, they might NXT will have the odd show that's better, but AEW as a brand at the moment is ticking more boxes. Do they do everything right? Absolutely not. But do they actively try and annoy me? I don't think they do, and they may do. Like once if they start getting more, because obviously there's no no such thing as the head 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 anymore. You know, they both. I I do think that sort of in the next. In the next six months, when the crowd's coming back, I think both NXT and Dynamite will be regularly, if not every week, hitting a million viewers. Mm. Like, I do think, because obviously, you know, Triple H, and again, liar, but who knows, we'll say, is talking about the lead-in from Raw. You know, and Raw can say, tomorrow night on NXT... But they've never done that, so I don't know why they're suddenly just going to start doing it because it's on a Tuesday. Mm. Um, but the lead in from Raw, you know, can be bigger, and obviously yeah. the moving nights they want a big first number. So on Raw, the month the Raw after WrestleMania, I wouldn't be surprised if a few NXT people didn't turn up just to do a run in or some, mm. something to to promote that they're on tomorrow. Yeah, I think that yeah. that's a good good shout. Do you know why I had a thought before? Um, and it's really random this. But do you know when um, there was, you know, we were at the height of the, if you will, Wednesday Night Wars, and people, like, Jericho would do, was doing, like, public sort of, like, snipes at him. Yeah, yeah. But he was doing it in the ring, and he'd do it on the show, and he was, like, calling himself the demo god. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. I was thinking, do you know what? 
Jericho is so in tune with marketing and all that shit. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised if in his head he was thinking, what if, if this one day becomes a documentary, I'm going to be all over it. it. In every single video package that they show about the Wednesday Night Wars, because I'm the one who's saying the most about it, I'm addressing it, I'm going to be the one that's constantly, constantly on repeat. Yep. Whenever they do anything, whether they do a documentary, whether they even just do a little video one day talking about it, it's going to be Jericho. Absolutely. And it's like, I feel like, I I don't, I know it sounds a bit of a silly thing to say, but it's like, do you think he's aware of that? Absolutely. And do you think that's why he does it? Yeah, the the reason why he does it is is because people are talking about the demo. Mm. So like they they did that thing where they got angry because NXT beat them for like one week. Yeah. But they still won in the demo, like they did. For night one of takeover, they still won in the demo, which you know, and again, as bullshit as these these figures seem to be, that's the key bit because that's the one where they can charge the most money for their adverts mm. because they've got a higher demo. So, an AW, you know, when when there was crowds in, were on the odd time beating Raw in the demo because they were getting eight hundred thousand people. Raw's getting like two million, mm-hmm. but they're still winning in the demo because people who are watching Raw are older. Um, which is scary, really, because that's so to me. It seems like the fucking wrestling's dying off, but um, or will do in the next sort of ten to fifteen years. Mm. But for me, like he, him saying the demo god was because he went on Twitter and was like, "We won in the demo," so like like, yeah. a, like a little whiny bitch. And then he, he thought to himself, like, "Oh, it's the demo god. Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna bring out a t-shirt called Demo God." Because he always has his finger on the pulse of what's going on in mm. the outside world. Hence why he's done the Stone Cold thing, which I am really interested to see. Oh, yeah. And it's next week, I think, isn't it? It's it's after night two of WrestleMania. Oh, shit. It so literally, as soon as, as soon as WrestleMania night two finishes, that starts. Fuck. Right, okay. Yeah. And, and the biggest rumour, other than Becky Lynch is returning, which she is, absolutely is, because they fucked that up. Because she's been spotted around there and all Has that she kind really? of shit. she really? Right, okay. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't bring her out on WrestleMania. I'd bring her out on Raw. I would definitely not bring her out on Mania. It's just a weird one, that. So the thing that I've seen from a couple of different rag sheets is that she's been seen she, she's been seen out and about, but that you know doesn't really make a difference because she's with Seth. So maybe she's just there because she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea at the moment is that Bailey, because Bailey's got nothing to do with WrestleMania either, mm. is that because her most popular thing she's done is the is the talk show, she's going to do that ding-dong thing at WrestleMania, Ew. and Becky Lynch is going to come out on that. Gross. I hate that. Yeah, I do as well. I think that it's actually awful. fucking blows. It's awful. Yeah, because, because, because the whole thing with... Um, Carmella is she's gonna go with Becky uh, with um, Billy Kay, isn't she? That was yes. because they, they they showed that and they then fucked it up. It. Yeah, they they yeah. put a picture out with them two added and then they, they deleted yeah. it yeah. straight away. So that's gonna happen. So there's no Bailey or Charlotte like no. you know entrant, which was which is what I thought it was about a week ago. Mm. I thought it was gonna be Charlotte and Bailey gonna be in there. Um, but yeah, apparently Becky Lynch is going to be all over it, which is sad, really, because you know if you heard a music start, it would have been a nice moment, but now it's been ruined. Yeah. Because then they can't help it; they they do it themselves. Like WWE have started like tweeting shitloads about Becky Lynch, and it's like okay, 
Yeah, she's battling. Right, okay. But um, other than that, the main rumour is Jericho is going to be on WrestleMania. I which just is, don't think that's good. I mean, from, from AEW's point of view, you'd absolutely let him do it. Yeah, of course. From WWE's point of view, why would you bother? Yeah. But he would but he would he would come out as Chris Jericho. He wouldn't come out as uh Le Champion. Mm. He wouldn't be wearing an AEW t shirt. He wouldn't be having a, he wouldn't have a flag that says AEW. The commentators wouldn't say he's on AEW. It'd just be Chris Jericho returns and yeah. he'd get the piss ripped out of him again because of how he looks, even though he doesn't look that bad. And then he'd just be like and it'd just be something that he would say on Dynamite. There's no fucking way. Because the thing is that for that to happen, I know, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, whatever. But for that to happen, the Broken Skull session that followed it would have to reference it. And that was filmed weeks ago. So then, do you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't then go into that and... See, see, now you're saying that, it makes me think he's definitely coming out on WrestleMania. Do you? And you think the... The Broken Skull sessions. Nah. I would nah, but like just like a legend spot where they don't make they won't make any they won't I make just any don't know reference. Why he would do that? I don't know why he'd do it either because because the thing is is they wouldn't promote AEW. Exactly. It would be like you know Mick Foley comes out, Shawn Michaels comes yeah. out, then Chris Jericho comes out and they clear the ring. You know, he's, he's just he's got a, he's got a legend spot for the night. So AEW would one hundred percent let him do it. It's like, why the fuck not? Because, like, where, you know, if people start Googling Chris Jericho again, it's like, oh, what's he up to these days? Oh, he's on AEW. So it's, it means nothing to them, but it just, for WWE to, pro, you know, to promote that podcast, there's no there's no point. So I, I can't see it. But. I just, I don't, yeah, I, I don't, um, I it, it just, it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. What does make sense, though, is Room 101. Oh, yes. So should we finish it off with a bit of room one one? Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Well, mine was what I said before is when they beat people's accents out of them. It particularly pisses me off when it's people from the UK, obviously, because they're close to my heart. Yeah. But like, oh golly gosh, Gargano, Johnny Gargano. So what the fuck are you talking about, mate? What are you talking about? Just speak in your normal voice. What is this weird accent? The and and his and, impression and, before was like that dude from WrestleMania One, the Lord. Oh yeah, sound exactly like him. <laughs> but I think like um, Regal and Barrett, they're both from a, a similar, similar area, part of yeah. the world. Yeah. And they do sound like each other, but they sound like the WWE English accent together. Yeah, definitely. It's so bizarre. It's so fucking weird. It's not about... It's not about people living in the US before anyone thinks it's like a transatlantic twang, because it ain't It ain't that. No. Because we saw that with that fucking Layla, Leela, Layla girl. Yes. She well, had, she was American. Well, yeah, but she spoke with a British accent sometimes. Oh, I love London. Yeah, yeah. When, when it was in the UK. Yeah, it's a fucking idiot. But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just hate, I just hate that, like, you know, they're just trying really hard to enunciate everything so yeah. that Vince doesn't kick them off and tell them that they're foreigners. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like, I hate it so much when they just soften, soften all their accents down. Because it's, it's funny, actually. You were watching the uh, do, that W. Uh, no, no, no. You were watching that documentary 
about what were you watching? ECW. ECW. Yeah. 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 I was watching the Rise and Fall again this week. Yeah. Fucking Don Callis. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Like literally, I know we got got quite a good response from this on Twitter. Oh, I had no fucking idea. Did you tweet it? Yeah, so I tweeted like a, a picture, side by side oh, picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, mind fucking blown on this <sighs> one because I had no idea. And a few people like Kurt was sort of saying he was in WWE and yeah, and all that sort of just doing the same thing, like just, just doing his same slimy heel shit, which is just so fantastic. Funny. He's just very good at it. But yeah, so just as a side note before you go into your bit, that guy's been pissing me off for years, for decades. <laughs> And I had no idea. And I remember watching, because I was watching the the Rise and Fall thing. Yeah. And I remember so clearly the bit where they made Rob Van Dam give the, the CV title back. And I didn't watch it at the time. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't that, I wasn't that into it at that point. But when you start watching like the Attitude Era and you're hearing the ECW chants, you're like, what the hell's that? So I did go back and, and, and get, and obviously Beyond the Mat when I was a kid was massive mm. for me. So I, you know, I, rem- I remember going into Woolworths. If anyone remembers what fucking Woolworths was, and seeing this video, and it was beyond the mat. The video, or yeah, the vi- the video that the, 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 that's what they called it. They didn't say film or anything like that. The video that Vince McMahon tried to ban. Yeah. And I was like, I need this. What the fuck's <laughs> this? And I watched that so many times with Jake the Snake in it and all that kind of stuff. Beyond the mat is still for me one of the best wrestling documentaries of all time. It's great. Um. And they have ECW barely legal, the first pay per view, um, but they don't give you too much information about it, so that you don't know that they promoted it through WWE TV. You don't know that they had multiple shows where ECW wrestlers were on WWE TV mm-hmm. to promote that pay per view, um, which for, which is insane, really, because Vince just let him do it because he thought it'd be fun, and it was. But the. Um, when you then you think right okay who what's this ECW and then you go back and you start watching some bits and you start getting you know tapes and mm. seeing it online and what because I used to um, download like um, the pay per views and stuff and sit and watch the pay per views and and the TV shows when they went on to TNN um, you know you could just torrent in and that kind of shit which is obviously illegal and I I didn't do that but. I <laughs> Um, you regret your actions yeah but I remember this fucking Cyrus being the slimiest little bastard and he was the representative of the TV company of TNT and he had a little he had a little TNT lanyard on and he was like (laughs) he had a little headset on and I remember so clearly and it might have been because of the rise and fall of ECW because I got that on DVD yeah. Uh, pretty much as soon as it came out, because I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, this is everything in one place. It's a proper documentary, and that's an awesome documentary it's as great. well. Um, and I, I remember it's like the, the the RVD giving the belt back to this slimy bastard, and I was watching this this thing again, and, I, and my eyes just went <laughs> massive, and I was like, "That's fucking Don Callis, <laughs> motherfucker!" As if that's Don Callis. You've been pissing me off for decades now <laughs> and he still is but he's but in a great way yeah oh god absolutely such great. a revelation wasn't it sorry i've completely hijacked that no no, no but what i was gonna say about that was that jericho sounded very canadian on that yeah very connect like but now just doesn't at all so everyone gets their accents beaten out of him was my point we do they do and god help you if you can't speak english oh really gee shit. well forget it for, fucking forget it Right, let me put this, let me type this in. Uh, 
Accents. I don't know how you would word phrase that. Changes. Slash stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was just thinking about what we call the show. I'm tempted by... Um, what are you tempted by? Grab the broom, Scarlet. <laughs> Scarlet, Scarlet. Just grab, grab the brush. Grab the brush. Grab the brush, darling. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I've got two Room 101s this week. One is multiple replays. I don't need it. I'm not a fucking mong. I know that the Miz painted the guy's car. I don't need to see it four times. So multiple replays. You're going in Room 101. Never to be fucking seen again. Now my second one yeah, is a bit more controversial, I think. Because to me it's a no-brainer to do this. But I do, I do think it's real. It, 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 I don't. I go back and forth, but I'm putting it in, and it's when they reference MMA. Now, somebody like Jake Hager has fought, has fought and is fighting. Somebody like Bobby Lashley fighting. Brock Lesnar has fought. Fair enough. Um, and I know like Kyle O'Reilly's doing his training and all that kind of stuff, and you know he's a submission tap based guy and all that kind of stuff. I don't mind, and it's it's a weird kind of maybe double standard, but I don't mind them mentioning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I don't mind them mentioning uh, Taekwondo or kickboxing or Muay Thai or, because that's in the realms of what they're doing. But when they say somebody is MMA trained, they don't know what they're talking about, and it really annoys me because MMA is an, you know is a, is a thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do MMA training where they train you in stand-up, ground game, submissions. You know, you get a bit of everything. But back in the day, you know, it's you get people who are karate specialists, you get people who are boxers, you get people who are jiu-jitsu guys. Yeah. So that was what it was. But when when I hear like Beth Phoenix talking about somebody's MMA background and they've never had a fight, uh-huh. and it's like it, again, it's that thing of why are you bothering? Why are you trying to? <clears throat> why are you trying to say that this? This person who you know he trains in MMA because he wants to be a wrestler. I you know I don't I don't need it. I don't think Kyle O'Reilly's cool because he trains MMA. I don't think he's cool anyway. But like if it came out like Finn Balor was like you know he changed his character and he and he was turning into like an MMA guy, but he's never gonna have a fight. It's like I don't I, I've seen we've all seen a real fight now. Like back in you know. Not a lot of people are like me, where their gran mistaked a UFC one, two, and three video for re- the same thing as WrestleMania, so they got me that. And, I, and at the age of like six or seven, I saw someone getting the head kicked. <laughs> you know, not a lot of people had that. But now everybody's seen a UFC fight, or you've seen a highlight, or so you've seen somebody actually get knocked out or actually be in a fight. Everybody's seen it. So for wrestling to mention and to to kind of you know, say that it's a similar thing because because this is the thing they they say it's on par when they talk about MMA they talk about MMA as if it's on par with mm. with wrestling and it's too much for me yeah. like I can't I can't I can't hack it talking about it for somebody like Brock Lesnar is fair enough because that's his character Triple H did a thing where he, not Triple H Undertaker where he started wearing the gloves and 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 you know pulled out a few submissions and all that kind of stuff fair enough but. Don't start telling me about these wrestlers training in MMA, and then and then they're going to use that training in wrestling because there's literally nothing you would use in MMA that you would do in wrestling. 
you can you can look like you're doing the ob submission hold, mm. but you aren't actually doing the submission hold. So it's there's nothing. There's literally no comparisons whatsoever. So where every time like they do that because because they're trying to sound cool because mm. MMA is the cool thing at the moment as far as combat sports goes, unless it's Joshua and and um, the Gypsy King. What's mm. his name? Tyson Fury. Unless it's them two fighting, nobody fucking cares. It's all about UFC. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to come across as cool. And every time WWE try and come across as cool, they they face plant. You know, they just the the dweebiest fucking crap. Like every time they try and be cool, it's mm. like you losers. You you just make me embarrassed to 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 watch it. And you know this doesn't make me embarrassed to the point of where. It annoys me where if they say it again, I'm going to be like, oh my God, what are they doing? But I just, I think I know it's, what crin- you mean. it's cringeworthy, it it's embarrassing, cringe. and I, they should not mention MMA at all unless the person they're talking about has actually had an MMA fight. So Jake Hager, absolutely fine to mention MMA when he's when he's wrestling because he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, absolutely same. Um, Brock Lesnar, absolutely. Thunder Rosa, absolutely. But don't fucking tell me that Kyle O'Reilly's like fighting. He may have had fights before. He may he may have had MMA fights. He may still have MMA fights. But the way they describe Kyle O'Reilly and so far as being this submission guy because he trains in MMA, mm. it just makes it sound even less cool. And it's like just stay away from it. If it's gonna make you sound embarrassing, stay away from it. I agree. Absolutely. Right. You're right. Yeah. Just smirking at me. I know. Yeah, it's because like you, 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 you looked so like intense then, and then when you stopped talking, your face all went soft and you smiled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just let it go. Let it go. So I was going to just let it, let go, baby. <laughs> it's, it's gone straight into room one hundred and one. That's Fantastic. why. Just let it go. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty much done. It's fucking five to eleven. Shit. My mum's just messaged as well, seeing if I'm available for a chat. She's oh. got Wi-Fi. Oh, and is she in a new digs? She is. Oh, shit. Well, we we got to do that then. Sorry, guys, we've got to do that. <laughs> um, so we couldn't have timed that better. Um, so, yes, thanks so much for listening. As always, guys, it's a pleasure to do this show for you. And enjoy WrestleMania. Oh, have fun if you're staying up for it. If you're not, if you're asked, if you're not, just enjoy your weekend. Just enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll speak to you all on Monday. And we'll have um, WrestleMania's hopefully a bit more in depth than this, um, even though it's going to be worse. But well, we, I think we just play it by ear and see how we go with the show. No, fuck it. We'll do match by match. We'll have to, we'll, won't we? We'll, we'll, so we can't just do standout points. No, here. no. Well, we can do we can, well, we can do it however we want, really. Yeah. But like, I want to. I want to still want to go through match by match. I quite liked doing this, even though you know not a lot of it was positive. Um, I don't. I'm not going to go into as much details with the retro react shows and that kind of stuff that we have been doing, which will make a return, um, sort of later on, maybe next week or the week after. And I'm going to pick it from the almanac. Woo! The fight. The the first five star one. I think it's an NWA show, so I don't know if they're, they're either on on there or not. Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah. So enjoy your WrestleMania week. Hopefully we'll talk to you on Monday. Um, if we don't want to go for it match by match, we'll pick out the key points and then we'll have a shitload of news to talk about. Absolutely, we'll have loads Some, of news, hopefully. Yeah, we'll have we'll a cameo. You know, we'll get rid of that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, have a good weekend, everyone. Enjoy WrestleMania. And until next time... Cheerio, motherfuckers! Pip, pip! <laughs>